Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 59 of the Spartans in Pajamas podcast. How is everybody going? I am Loz, the guy who presses record. With me, as always, we have Dolph. One with a hurty leg, hello. <laughs> we have K-Dog. Hello. Uh, we have Bob returning after a long while. Welcome back, Bob. Thank you, and you're welcome. And um, we hopefully should have Lalit and Star later on in the podcast as well. So, um, yeah, how's how's everyone going since uh, we last talked to everybody? Good. Yeah, good. I mean, yeah. still get news of the new ways the pubs work, but yeah. Oh, yeah, we, well, I mean, I can talk about that in a way. You can as well. Mm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it's... It's been an odd couple of weeks, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but, yeah. It's... Yeah. He's leaning away from his. <laughs> this one, is, that, is that getting picked up, mine, the um, drilling from next door? No, not really. I think the only time I heard it was when you were talking, but then even then it was just like a bzzz in the background. Mm-hmm. Just like a fly. Oh, it's... It's... It still can't be as bad as that episode where I lost my shit and started us unplugging USB cables all the way through the fucking thing. I don't remember that. There was an episode where I couldn't figure out what was going on with my capture card while I was in the middle of recording the podcast, and I was literally just pulling USB cords out and losing my fucking mind. Looking at it was and I think it's like Lost Battles USB cables in brackets losing his fucking mind. So. uh... Yeah, they're drilling, whatever. It's not a bad problem. It's a Spartans in Pajamas thing. It, all podcasts end up with some kind of background noise at some point or another, so whatever. So uh, let's dive into it. I have some disturbing news from the internet. Uh, Heinz have brought out their own ice cream. Uh, they include tomato sauce, salad cream, and I think some varieties of soup. But ice cream. Like tomato soup. Yeah. I think there was a mayo one as well. Uh, all I can say is why. Is That's one just one weird. Soup? Yeah. And you you what? don't just buy the ice cream from a shop. But you you buy and make your own kits. So you buy a kit and then you make your own <clears> ice cream. But why? <laughs> like I can understand making your own ice cream, but not those flavors. Yeah, why? What? Have you never wanted a Heinz cellar cream sorbet? Never. Mm, not that I can recall, no. I don't like cellar cream. I don't like mayonnaise. Yep, ditto. It's I like mayo, not cellar cream. It's, oh, you... it's oily, eggy cum. It's, it's, not, it's not attractive to me in any way. Taste or like look or consistency. The one thing I never understood about mayonnaise is it says once open, keep it in the fridge because it's raw egg. So yeah. basically, you to keep it warm. Yet you'll put that on hot food. Yeah. Why? And you don't have to keep it in the fridge until you've opened it. Yeah, I'm saying people. It's the same. You refrigerated so it doesn't stay in the warm, but you're putting mayonnaise yeah. in the food. <laughs> like you'd think you'd, you should keep it in the fridge from when you actually buy it, not just once you've opened it. Well, the same, the same about eggs. You meant to keep and it in a bloody lamp or something, or in a bin. <laughs> well, they they did say that, but eggs actually keep longer if you don't put them in the fridge. Yeah, that's what so. it is. But the whole thing of like E. coli or 
tällä säädellä, että on. If you keep it, if it is warm. Mm. It's a strange, strange creature. Yeah, I, I'm disturbed by the fact they did this. It's, there's, there was no need for it. And no. then they've gone and done this. And now there's still no need for it, but now it's like, why? Because they want more money. Which, more money! Which, which, which crazy bastard was like, Hey guys, we're in development meeting, what should we do? And it's like, ice cream! You fucking genius! Who the fuck mm. thought that? Who the fuck gave them the money to develop this? That's the problem. It's like, it, I just don't, I just don't, I, just, I, just, I don't, I don't fucking get it, guys. Why? Why is this a thing? It's not going to sell well because like people are just going to do it for like the memes and then it's going to be like, never again. Yeah. But, but they'll have still got money. do like it. They're fucking freaks. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe it could sell well with pregnant ladies. Because they always like weird, want weird things. That is such a niche market. Also, also my mum was into beetroot and ice cream. Exactly. See? That's a weird combination. Yeah, but I mean, when, when you're a pregnant, your hormones are all over the fucking shop. But then people keep it up afterwards. Like, some weird people like to eat, like, you know, the stuffing on sofas and things like that. When they're pregnant, they crave that, and then after they're not pregnant, they still want to eat it. Bob, have you been watching my weird food obsessions again? No, the Steve Wilco show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast in the past, but I remember one woman who came to the bar who ordered fish and chips with, an, with egg and pe- peppercorn sauce. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not crazy, crazy. I kind of, I kind of. Um, I hesitated at the till, and she and I was like, <clears throat> and she's like, yeah, you heard that right. I'm like, and she goes, and she said, next question, I'm not pregnant. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it was pregnant, it'd make more fucking sense, because it's a weird, weird mix in a craving, but yeah. <laughs> it's like, people have always looked at me when I um, put tomato sauce on my steak. Like, fuck you, I, I, it's meat. I, I can do that if I want to. And then uh, I dip my chips in my McFlurry sometimes as well. Oh, I do that Everyone. with my milkshakes. I've done it with my burger as well. It's it's not that bad. No, it's not. Some pepper sauce as well. <laughs> I like gravy on rice. That's weird as well. Yeah. <laughs> I've just tried. I've had. Well, tell you, I have had gravy on rice once. I had it with a um, my own sauce I made because I've just made some sauce from scratch because I've had no um, dalmi I left. Uh, use some gravy manual and tomatoes up and down. You know what I yeah. did once, which was hilarious, and my mum would never let me down for it. Uh, let me live this down. Um, she once asked me to make some coffee for her, and there was just two jars that looked the same next to each other. So I, I make the um, the coffee. Didn't have any sugar in it. Didn't have any milk in it. Gave it to my mum. She took one sip out and went, "That's gravy." <laughs> I made my mum a nice hot cup of gravy. <laughs> Insane. But again, people have that. Oh, buffalo. Like yeah, but I mean, yeah. this was like Oxo. It's like Oxo, <laughs> Oxo beef gravy. Oh, fuck But I listened to my mum and said it didn't have any like signage on it to tell me what it was. Mm. And it was next to Could the coffee jar, which didn't have it on. From the I don't drink. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink. I drink tea you... exclusively. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't but sniff it. But you know the it. smell of coffee, don't you? Yeah, I didn't sniff it, though. I was too busy just like, don't go. 
I didn't think to yeah, like smell it. Both, no, but both of them are quite strong enough. As soon as you open the lid, you get a whiff. No, I, I must have been bummed up that day then, because I didn't smell it at all. I remember not smelling the difference, or in, or even smelling it. That's weird. That's definitely weird. Uh, but it looks like uh, we've got no lol at the moment, so... Uh, the next thing then, barrier problems. So, with the pubs opening, uh, and the, all the, the coronies going around... Um, we we have to have like different things in place. I know K Dogs, uh, K Dogs, Dolphs. Uh, even I'm looking at K Dogs picture when I said it. Uh, I know Dolphs like rules and regs are going to be different to ones we've got. Um, but we've got like a one way system. We have these uh, yep. perspex barriers on the bar to yep. physically separate us and little holes in them uh, yep. to serve through. And they have to stand on like certain spots. You have to go a certain way around the pub. They're not allowed to mingle inside. They've got to go sit at a table and it's table service if they're sat on the table. Otherwise, go outside. Um, they've one in, one out of the toilets, ETC. Um, <laughs> the thing that's been making me fucking chuckle the most throughout this is the amount of people who, considering this barrier that's on the, the thing, this pers clear perspex barrier that's on the bar, it's quite shiny and quite reflective, even though it is see through. The amount of people that smush the notes into the side of the barrier, completely missing the, the slot for them to put their hand through. <laughs> or even better, going, I want that drink there, and then stabbing the fucking finger against it. The amount of times I've nearly lost my shit in the last two weeks with, this, with them just fucking smacking their hands against it. It's just been great. Um, so we, we have two tools active. One's for card transactions only and one's for cash only. The one with the cash has the perspex screen. <laughs> have you had that as well then? Where people have just failed to find the hole? Surprisingly not, actually. How? It's been, it's been fucking great. I think it's because the client <laughs> at my place is more the older generation, so they're not stupid. But no, the older people <laughs> have been doing it in my pub, that's the thing. It's, it's been all ages. <laughs> it's universal. As an aside as well... Decal stuck to it as well, saying welcome back and the copy oh, logo. Yeah, ours is just clear all the way through. Um, but as an aside as well, one of the new lads who was, he's recently promoted up from like bar, uh, glass, collected to a proper bar person because he's, he's turned 18 and he's actually really fucking good. Um, he, he was like in the till and he like seemed to take a while, got the change, gave it to the person, <laughs> and turned around to me and went, I forgot what two P's were. <laughs> <laughs> I just really fucking I'm like I need to make a mental note to talk about that on the podcast because it was fucking funny I'm not going to name names but if he listens to the podcast dude that was funny and I fucking loved it <laughs> you want to move that one up to after this one though? I can do that now for you uh, yeah we can do right, I'll move up uh, oh two peas and memories yeah I'm sorry I just realised I didn't realise I'd already mentioned it down there as well uh Oh, but yeah, it's been a funny old couple of weeks. Um, I know the pub across us ends up with like a 50-man Royal Rumble kickoff because... Oh, God. Um, well, if I say the Brit, Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. Um, apparently, this, this group of lads got out of a taxi and started on this other group of lads that they were looking for. And they're all under 20. And it's yeah. Like, it's the generation of... We don't care about people. We just care about ourselves. We want to be hard. We want to take drugs. We want to drink. And it's like, okay, fuck face. But when you get to 25 and everyone's looking at you like a massive bastard, 
and you've spent like 14 years in jail or whatever at this point, maybe you should really think your life choices. Yeah, but they don't, though, do they? Well, they get killed. They don't. They'll get killed. Yeah. Uh, But there's been like some really weird things going on in our town. Like um, one of the pubs in town, there was a, a Facebook video of this guy getting the shit kicked out of him by these two other guys. Uh, and people are like, it's disgusting, fighting, breaking off in this pub. And then we found out the context, because working in a pub, you find out the context from other pub people. Uh, oh, yeah. So, this guy that was getting the shit kicked out of him was really abusive towards his missus. Uh, drunk, shouting, roping, shoving her about. Uh, one of the bar staff, who was four months pregnant, went up to intervene. He shoved her. <sighs> two members of public who were in the pub took to her defence and gave him a very good kicking. Good. And people are like, oh, yeah, just mindless people kicking the shit out of it. No, there was a reason behind that. And it's unfortunate that you get a lot of these like videos and stuff online with no context. Mm-hmm. And they tend to catch the event yeah. mid-swing, what led up to it. Yeah, they don't see what's happened before or see what's happening after. Yeah, they don't it's see just... the, the 20 seconds beforehand and the, the minute afterwards. No. It's all just the ten seconds of the guy getting the shit kicked out of him. Oh my god, what a fucking thing! And that, and it's just like no. So uh, I mean, uh, I don't know how yours is going in comparison, Dolph. But apart from that, we've had no problems at our pub. I think the most problems we've had are people like not really listening to us and then just getting a bit shirty with them about it because it's like, hey, you need to follow the rules, please. Hmm. We've not had many problems in my place, really. We've had some people try the luck, and your face like, right, you're not getting three chances, you're getting two chances. This is your first warning. If I tell you again, you're out. And they quite well. I had one guy tell me he was going to go uh, drink somewhere else because I... We have uh, we have the queue coming through the front door, and he was in the pub already. He comes to the bar to try and like, order another drink. There are two people at each spot, so that means the bar is full. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's like at least three people queuing from the the door out into the 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 front beer garden. This guy comes up and I'm like, "Excuse me, buddy, you're gonna have to join the queue. Uh, you'll have to go around and join the queue." And he's like, well, "Can't get." I'm like, "No, there's already a queue, bud." And he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna drink somewhere else." He was an old guy and he was just like, mm. "And I'm like, can you not?" And, and then it's like the problem is, it, it kind of makes me look like an arsehole, but at the same time, he's the arsehole for not fucking following the rules and being by. I'm old and entitled sort of thing. It's the problem that we have, and you're going to get it, Dolph, is the younger side and the older side both thinking they can do whatever the fuck they want because they're either too young and too twatty or they're too old and too ingrained and they're not going to get it. Or if they're going to get it, they're going to die and why the fuck do they care? Um, yeah, we just we're not getting many problems, really, because uh, yeah. the manager, manager at my place, if shit goes down and people don't follow the guidelines she has full authority and power to say okay bars close everyone out hmm. if that happens to be at 5pm in the evening bar shut everyone, everyone gets the fuck out I mean we've got the same kind of thing where we can close if we're full or whatever but that's my boss is um, yeah, we're limited about 48 seating and there's no vertical standing so if it's all seat taken you have yeah, to wait until someone, you have to wait until someone leaves yeah, for us, it's like you're outside in the beer garden. And if it rains, you can't come in. Yep, same. Um, I, but I, like I said, it's, it's going to be interesting when we get to bank holidays and Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that's going to be yeah. the fucker. I think, oh, I think it'll still be the same restrictions, though, wouldn't it? No more than, say, four to a table. 
Yeah, if Christmas. I'm being completely honest, we'll be closed at Christmas. Me, me and you will be furloughed over Christmas period. Pubs will not be open. You can't do it. You cannot do it. Agreed. No, there's, there's too much risk. Yeah. Too um, far I'm too much risk. I'm still furloughed at my other job as well, and my furlough ends on the 1st of August because the nature it is. Mm. So I've spoke to my manager today that I'm going to have to do some more shifts come August because I can't survive on my current hours. Not yeah. by long. I know Bob's worked in nightclubs. She worked with me as well. So Bob understands exactly where we're coming from. Yeah. It, it cannot realistically work at Christmas when everyone no. and the fucking mum is wanting to get shit-faced over Christmas. Yeah, especially with yeah, like, it's... Yeah, it's, it's not going to work. I'm surprised, to be fair, it's working as well as it is at the moment. I know, because there's teething problems for everybody, but once everybody is settled into the right routine and they do sort the shit out and do what they're supposed to do, it will work itself out. But over Christmas and bank holidays, it's going to be a fucking nightmare for you guys. Um, yeah. But, and that's why, like, um, I know the boss man is, like, literally, you come in, you come out, and he, he's not letting any big groups of lads in. We're, not, we're basically nipping a whole lot of problems before they even get to the door. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, we don't need them. No, I mean, I, like, I can understand people like you guys being excited that pubs are reopening and stuff because you got to go back to your job. Yeah. I've... And you actually get any income back in. Yeah. But what I couldn't understand was, like, the younger people who were probably only just turned 18 like oh yeah the pubs are reopening but you can't just go down with your mates and have a few drinks because it's not like that at the moment you can't do it they don't understand that though that's the problem no and then they're just all excited yeah there are pubs as well that are literally especially in our area their version of safety measures to make sure they're all right for social distancing than that is to literally just put a bottle of hand sanitizer on the bar and let everyone just carry on as normal yeah, and it's that's that you can't do that. No, no, because you can't expect everybody who comes in to to be willing to do it themselves. Yeah, it's like I've been saying to the people who we've been giving the rules. So I'm like, I understand that it's going to be different in other places, uh, and it's a lot to take in. Unfortunately, those are the rules for this building because our building is, is the size it is. Our, we have to follow these regulations. I know in bigger places the regulations might be different. In smaller places, it might be a lot stricter. Um, mm. But yeah, it's like it, yeah. It, it was a stressful it's, first week. It's been an okay yeah. second week. Uh, I'll get back to you on the third week when we go yeah. back on Friday. I mean, I can imagine what it's like for beauty therapists and things like that because I saw a tweet um, the other day that was commented on by um, Misha Barton from Supernatural. Mm. He retweeted this woman and commented on it because she'd put she was having a pedicure of all fucking things. And said that it was depressing seeing the beauty therapist wearing a face mask and a spit guard. Like, Don't well, they what? always wear face masks, though? <laughs> yeah, but because she got the full, you know, the full face guard on it. Yeah. So, and she said it was depressing seeing that. But what, what, do, you, what do you want her to do? Do you want bag you know, just nails because... or do you want this person yeah. with a fucking Darth Vader mask on doing the exactly. nails how you want them? Exactly. It's like, just have some respect for other people. Fair enough, you don't want to wear one, but she's got to, to protect herself. It's not It's not just for you, Yeah, well, it's for her as well. Come Monday, as we record this on the 15th, uh, it's mandatory to wear them all in shops. I said, well, what about yeah. pubs? Apparently, they've not said you, you have to wear them in pubs. Although, yeah, all right, I understand the nature of drinking. It's going to be kind of difficult to do it in a pub. But 
I, I imagine. I think the thing is, I think with shops, you get more of a mixture of people going in. Yeah. Because it's not just the people from the local, the local village. You'll get like because obviously I go to big Tesco's in town, yeah. but then I can also go to the one in Clay Cross and the one in um, Clown, and the one up at Crystal Peaks. Or, or and I don't know who else is. Exactly. I don't know who else is coming in and going out and wherever they've been with pubs. It's a bit more of a localised set of people that are going in. Yeah, like I said, when you get to like, uh, bank holidays, and that's where the problem kicks in. Um, mm. as you, you, then you've got your... Uh, yeah. Oh, we've come from Brim to drink up Brampton, or we've come from fucking North Wingfield to, to drink in a pub that isn't smelling like piss. I don't know. It's and also, this is very oddly specific to Chessfield at this point, just because me and Bob have uh, hijacked it a little bit. But um, Sorry! Yeah, you also know where all our local Chesterfield branch Tesco's are now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the the point is is we're just, we're just having... It's going to be teething problems. It's going to be odd. Uh, Boris doesn't really fucking commit to what he should commit to. He should be like saying, we all wear masks regardless of what you're doing when you're in a, a shop. Uh, it's not a, a, a at-your-own-risk thing. Um, and he should have been more clear on the rules before everything started reopening, really, and that's the problem uh, that maybe after lockdown number two, Electric Boogaloo, which is fucking coming, you can see it, um, he's going to be a lot more... Um, well, he's got to be a lot more on the nose with what the fuck uh, we're going to do. Because if he doesn't, uh, it's going to be a fucker. But um, speaking of COVID news and shit um, that's been going on, uh, so in America, um, operators who have the franchises for uh, 1,200 Pizza Huts and 400 Wendy's restaurants have had to file for bankruptcy. Yeah, because, well, they, they, I mean, Pizza could technically do deliveries, so. Uh, yeah. Wendy's not so much. Yeah. And I know it works differently to, it's not like, it is a chain, but it's not a chain. It's like they buy the rights to sell Pizza Hut in that area. Um, and they're not like under the corporate blanket sort of thing. It's really odd how franchises work compared to chains. Because um, mm. I think they're independent, but they still have their own kind of um, autonomy to it. <clears throat> but yeah, it's kind of a sad day. It's probably going to really impact the profits of certainly a lot of Pizza Huts and Wendy's and that. Um, I'm hoping that they've got some kind of um, way to help them. Because that kind of sucks. Um, but yeah, that was just something that I saw and I was like, holy shit. Uh, don't know if it's UK as well, but I definitely know it was US. Um, I don't know how it works over here, if it's just chain over here or if it's franchise over here as well. Because if it's franchise over here as well, then yeah, certainly the pizza huts that don't deliver could definitely struggle. Uh, I think don't... it is franchised. Yeah. I think most places here are franchised. Yeah. It's like our Burger King Chesterfield. It's been shut in the town centre for at least 12 years now. And it's oh, gosh, yeah. it's got so much dust in there at this point. Fuck. 
you can literally see the dust growing over time because nobody's gone in there, but yet they're not doing anything with it. Um, no. And it's a shame to see like another place go that way. Uh, hopefully, these guys will be able to get back on the feet and if not go bankrupt, maybe get a way back round to get insolvent again. Um, but we'll see. Um, next topic. Uh, this one I found late uh, when I was like just scooting through YouTube and all that, hence why there's just a YouTube video. Um, I had a quick watch of it. Uh, I didn't watch it all, but basically, uh, due to American pressure, uh, the UK have banned Huawei uh, from being in 5G networks. So that includes uh, Huawei technology because uh, they do like a lot of like um, electronics to do with 5G. It's not just their phones. Uh, there's a lot in our infrastructure right now that's in 4G as well. And the reason why they said that is because uh, they've been pressured by the uh, United States a lot because the United States is saying, well, it's, it's kind of been very in on collecting information without people's knowledge. And <laughs> uh, I think the UK have gone, you know what? Actually, we're just not going to risk it. Um, and they they were very open to it earlier on from what this video said, uh, but now they've kind of like done a one eighty and gone now. By the end of twenty twenty, uh, we're replacing everything at Huawei. Twenty seven, um, not twenty. Twenty twenty seven. Uh, sorry, Kev. Thank you for straightening me out on that one. Um, so yeah, weird that is how um, that happened. Apparently, also TikTok is full of Chinese spyware. If you believe everything again. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Include, I was going to include that one. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw that literally earlier on watching a YouTuber and he was just like, let's watch some TikTok memes before it gets taken away. Because they're going to ban it apparently eventually as well. But it's a weird time for me, a Chinese developer and um, electronic person because they've got a bad reputation where whether it be warranted or not, uh, or true or not, or gathering information behind people's backs. Like I said, I don't know if it's true or not, so this is take it with a pinch of salt. But the UK have taken it seriously enough to basically tell them to go fuck off. Um, so we'll, we'll see. <clears throat> right, next one. If that's me, I can't remember it. <laughs> Which one's that one? Words are hard, which seems like it would be me. Yeah, so yeah, you had a, you, yeah. a picture of um, saying something in debacle. He's like, they don't mean debacle. Oh, yeah, 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 right. You know, no, I do remember now. Oh, okay, well, it's not very well. So we're not, uh, we're not going to have it this way. So I saved a load of uh, these people who are genius levels because they can't apparently put shit in. In writing properly, um, you'll find a lot of these on the uh, bone apple tea. <laughs> well, it's like uh, my niece Norse forgot what the word is for boy niece. Looks like a chihuahua laugh. Well, and then some guys like above it's like a boy niece, all caps. Let me send these over to um, the podcast topic so you guys can do them. save them because of this. There's the. One I remember 
Well, is, um, some of you have heard the defini definition of divide and conquer, but don't know the history it shows. So divide and conquer and conquer. Uh, the next one is, are you up? How do you spell Wolfus? Uh, then I go my ego things. Wall fools. Wall fools. And then the reply is, what the fuck? Waffles? You dumb bitch. Um, oh, there you are. I'm sending them to you. Uh, I'm just gonna send them all through. Now. I think I can. Yep. Right. Cool. So and then the next one we've got. I, I just love how people are just just burr. What's the word for horny, but not in a sexual way? Like, I'm horny for Halloween, but I don't want to fuck a pumpkin, you feel? And then the, the reply is, do you mean excited? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you've got, um, hey, hey, want to go to Chili O.P.? Chili O.P.? And there's a the guy's like, what? And there's Chioli Yert. And then Chupadelati. And then the guy's like, take your time. And then there's Chipolo uh, <laughs> 3. And it's like, how do you even get a number in there? And then it was like, Chipolata. And then I give up. So I think it was, do you want to go to Chipotle? <laughs> but... It sounds like it should be Chipotle. Yeah, that's the only one. Um... That's like the one that had me like fucking crazy. Uh, how do you spell pharmaceutical? Basically, pharmaceutical, basically. Yeah, the dictionary isn't helping me when I Google it. It shows me the results. I want to text my mom and get... Uh, and that I want to try therapy and other natural things before I try pharmaceutical meds. I don't want to look as stupid as shit as I have no house. Do how to spell it? And then underneath it's pharmaceutical. Uh, and then... Hey, hey, that one. What the? What's the name for roller toast? <laughs> yeah. uh, do you like Pazgetti? What the fuck is that? Pazgetti. And he's like, what? It's like, lol. I don't know how to sp spell it. And it's like spaghetti. Yes. And then the reply is, you're single now. <laughs> but uh, that's like a kiddie way to to say it, like Pazgetti. Yeah. It's, it... If that's how you've been brought up thinking of spaghetti, like spaghetti, then that's how you're going to think it's spelled. It's like park park. <laughs> that's a car park. Yeah. And vinegar. It's vinegar. Yep. And there's the one that Bob said, uh, what's the f what the fuck is the name for raw toast? <laughs> that one, that, that one's one, just... I, that one had no. me on the fucking floor when I first saw that. What's the name for fucking raw toast? <laughs> Bread, you moron. <laughs> Bread! Don't breed, please. It's bread. Oh my god. But that's the kind of thing that anyone would easily forget. Uh, Kev, here's one for you then. Did you go to the liquid zoo where you can walk inside? You mean aquarium, yes? It's a fucking aquarium, not a liquid zoo. Reply. Yeah, no, that, that oh, one you fuck, I forgot. <sighs> and then it, <laughs> is it a la carte? Lol, what? The restaurant. Is it a la carte. No. And then it's a reply, it's a la carte, you cement head. <laughs> uh, 
got two more. Um, there's a tweet here. My man asked me if he could borrow my face pliers to pull out a splinter. Weezer. And then, um, yeah, do you ever get, like, water hungry? And the reply, thirsty question mark. <laughs> and the guy after that, water hungry. <laughs> I'm going to use that at work tomorrow. I'm not thirsty, I'm, I'm water, water hungry. hungry. I feel like that should be the podcast name. Water mm. hungry. So, uh, podcast name. I'm going to write that down now. <clears throat> There we go. So yes, there we are. We have a name for it. But yeah, words are hard. I mean, Kev fucks up a load of words sometimes. I fuck up a load of words sometimes. I, I fuck up words. You fuck up words around me. You fuck. Yeah, but you also fuck words up. Me. I don't fuck words up. I flub them. There's a difference. <laughs> but yeah. So it's fun to see other people fuck up even worse than we do. <laughs> oh god. But uh, yeah, I had a, I had some raw toast earlier on with my uh, corned beef pie. Wait, <laughs> 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 what? Uh, I had some raw toast with my corned beef pie earlier. I was taking the corned beef out sandwich, and I was eating it. Okay, but without explaining that, Loz, people are just gonna think you're weird. Bread and pie. Yeah. If it's a meat pie, you can have bread with it. No, that's not. Only if it's got gravy. Pie. If it's got gravy, you can as well. But there's no I, wrong I, with that. I'd have chips. But to be fair, I'd... Not bread. Well, I didn't get the option of chips, and plus there was already potato in the <coughs> pie. So it's not like I could double down. I don't like pie. Yeah. I mean, you have to be a pie person, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Speaking of people getting pied. Uh, Noah Lyles briefly breaks Usain Bolt's 200-meter world record. He broke it by two seconds, by the way. Uh, only for him then to find out when all the people are like, what the fuck, how? How did he do this? That's fucking crazy. There's no way. There's got to be something wrong with the timer or something. Yeah, they they measured his 200-meter run 15 meters short. <laughs> oh... <laughs> <laughs> That's like hopes and dreams yeah. dashed. They had to do like a, a remote 200 meters race. So there was four different people in four different countries, basically, all competing at once to do this. Uh, it went to a Swedish guy um, instead. Because while technically he didn't break any rules and he <clears throat> wasn't aware that they were wrong, they couldn't give him the win. Aww. But That's yeah, devastating. It's fucking funny as well, though. Poor man. I, I imagine that he was slightly more than pissed off with the person well, who uh, set him up on that track. Yeah, because you'd be so excited to be like, yeah, fuck here, I'll beat you same role. Yeah. Shit, no. I think if comes um, though, you could um, then be these, uh, the face for, say, Virgin Super Speed Warband, couldn't he? Exactly. Think of all the money he's lost out on. I yeah, yeah. I mean, he was probably up for a massive, uh, massive payday. Yeah. Although he could be um, like the face of you know those um, those disposable underwear when you're caught short. What the nappies? Yeah. I was gonna say like like tenor lady things. Yeah, like caught short. I know I was. 
15 meters short, but don't get caught short to the toilets. <laughs> that could work! That could, that could work! That could work! Yeah, that could work. There we are, Noel House. Come here for 10%, mate. I'll sort you out. We'll get you some dinner lady fucking adverts. Come on, lad. Let's get it done. <laughs> yeah, and you can use my customer code, Noel House, with 10% off the next <laughs> Can you imagine the Instagram pictures? Oh. Sponsored. <laughs> I need to tweet him out and just be like, hey, Noel Isles, I think you and Tenerly should talk, you know, because you were caught short for your 200 meters. <laughs> I think he'd probably find your house and batter you. Like, lots, to be fair. And I'd be like, hey, if you do get a brand deal with him, think of me. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he will. You'll get free Tenerman for life. Free I mean, Tenerman for life. That'd lots. be great. I'd eBay the fucking thing. Found a pack and fucking made. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to say the, the many things that I've done in my life. Sometimes I come out with gold, and I think that's a fucking winner. You know, you. I've got bobbing stitches. I've got to have won this one. I'm dying. <laughs> but uh, oh fuck! I, I mean, I've got tears in my eyes for that, and I think that was great. And Bob knows I'm not classically a funny person. No. When I come out with a banger like that, that's that's. <laughs> yeah, oh, we usually tell you to shut up because you're not funny. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but it was on tape as well. It's on tape. For all eternity. For all eternity, wherever long internet exists. Those you need to change the name of the podcast. It's not War Hungry. What? What to? I don't know. Something else. Caught short. Free tenor men for life. <laughs> Noel Isles tenor deal. I don't know. Uh, I, we need to think on that one. So let's, let's come back to the, the podcast name later. Yeah, we'll work on something. Yeah, because we need to spitball that one a bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dolph, next one. Let's go along. Yep. Let's move it on. You're going to hash this person's name up, and I do apologise. Uh, That's good. Won't be voicing Ginger in the Chicken Run sequel, and Mel Gibson will not be reprising his role as Rocky either. Uh, apparently, the reason is for Julie Sawala is um, she sounds old. Uh, what? What makes me chuckle about this is Nerdcube had the same rant that you did about this, and he was like, "She sounds the fucking same. She was in her thirties when they recorded this. It's been like ten years. You don't change your voice that much when you're old." No. The only time you do is when yeah. you hit like your fifties and sixties, but even then, not that much. It's still no. I, I feel like it's just like, oh, <laughs> um, it'll cost us too much to get her back. Let's not. That's a plausible idea. Yeah. And then Mel Gibson, well, yeah. like, we're going to deal with that crazy. No. <laughs> He's a bag of cats who've fucking been kicked all around and let loose. But, yeah. I, It'll come out there's something to do with money. You can, you can yeah. always see this one. It's just like, oh, yeah, why? It's like, well, she's too old. Fuck off. That's discrimination. I'd, I'd love it well, if, yeah. if she was just like, okay, I'm suing you for discrimination because you, uh, you won't consider me for the voice acting because I'm too old. Yeah, you're being ageist. Yeah, even though that was my character. And you had no problems with me 10 years ago when I sounded the same. <laughs> I can just imagine that being the thing. But... Um, mm. It'd be interesting to see the actual reasons. And I bet it's to do with money. 
It's always to do with fucking money. It must be interesting to see how they can sequel the chicken run, fair. Because I remember they all got out, didn't they? Yeah, they used yeah. to yeah. big flying fucking chicken, didn't they? But then it's, it's similar to the topic that I was going to say last week, not last week, the week before, with like reboots and shit. Oh, well, yeah. Bob, the, go with the reboot I... thing, what you were say, because it's, it's relevant. <laughs> well, if you remember. One of my favourite films when I was younger is Heathers. I don't know if any of you boys have watched it, but it's basically these three girls called Heather who are bitches and Veronica. And now they've decided that they've made it into a TV series, which is fine. Is so I try like, to watch it. Is it kind of like the Ashleys from Recess? No, they like the original Mean Girls. All right. Got you. So you've got... The three Heathers and their little friend Veronica. And they Veronica gets with this fella and they decide they're going to kill him. Which is, you know, whatever. But it's three girls. Three girls called Heather. The TV series on Amazon, they've got two girls called Heather and a boy called Heather. It doesn't work. It's just not right. Let me guess, he's a bitchy homosexual boy. And he's ginger! It, that's just trying to be inclusionary where it didn't need Exactly. That's like, the problem. I've... I'm all for these new things. Like when they did Battlestar Galactica, female Starbuck worked. They yeah. wrote her right. But then when you do yeah. something like this, they're, they're just adding... And it's like, we have to have a gay character. We have to have a male exactly. character. We have to have this. And it's like, do you? No, you don't. And I've watched the reboot of Charmed, which is all right, because they've still got three sisters and they still do the same shit. Fair enough, they're Hispanic, I think, but they're still three sisters and they still do the same stuff. Yeah. And they stuck to the original sort of story and timeline of it, which is fine. And I enjoyed that. But then when you start messing, I don't, you know, fair enough, I've not got anything against anybody. But if it's three girls called Heather in a film, it should be. Three girls called Heather in a TV series. Hmm. I couldn't watch it. I watched the first episode and was like, "No, I can't do it." I mean, you can add can't. you can add side characters to flesh it out, but yeah, with that when it's that kind of airtight to begin with, it's hard to change. Uh, it is. Do you know what else they've rebooted recently? But I've not watched it. But I know it's a reboot. They've rebooted Roswell, and they've just called it Roswell, New Mexico. It is exactly the same thing from what I can see. It's on ITV uh, 2, I think it is. And it's Aliens in Roswell, which was exactly how it was back in the early 2000s when Roswell came out back mm. then. And I'm like... I, mean, mm. I, I did get told by the wife's husband, I know that sounds weird, but it's not, yeah. um, that they're on about rebooting Beavis and Butthead. They are. It is happening. And as long as, it's, as long as it sticks to the original sort of their absolute nut jobs and it's ridiculous then it'll be fine if it's not written by south park guys it's going to be fucking horrible because it needs exactly that edge. it needs to be edgy it does it does need tp tp for your bunk hole yeah need tp tp for my yeah. See, they've got to have it. It's got to have that stupid stuff in it. It's like, what is it? Netflix are doing Cowboy Bebop as well, live action, and I'm worried about that. Prez has watched Cowboy Bebop, by the way, and fucking loved it. <laughs> I'm getting him on Firefly soon. 
Mm. We're going to sit down on Firefly. Good. Uh, you're welcome to come join us if you want to socially distance in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just sit in a corner by myself. Like I can't come any closer. Let's stay here. This is my corner. Yeah. This is my corner. You don't come in my corner. I mean, at the moment, my bubble is uh, work, my parents, and then brief instance where I see the ex-wife and when Prez goes to see her. No comment. Hasn't happened yet. <laughs> He's going up tomorrow, apparently. So, but we'll, we'll not talk about that on podcast because you know it's not really a place to throw yeah. that one about. But um, no. yeah, reboots and stuff, kind of. Mm. And this sequel, I don't know. I feel like the second one sequel is probably going to be more Americanized, so probably a lot more of an American voice cast, even if the characters are the same. And I think that's going to be a problem. Um, unless they get the that bubbly blonde lass who's been in a lot of things recently. Um, she kind of reminds me of Jessica Stevenson, but she isn't. Bob, you know what I mean. Oh, I think I do. Yeah, I can't remember her fucking name though, but I imagine she'd be like the person to take it over. Because uh, she's been in like a few things where she's been like, oh, hello. She was in the office. She was Dawn in the original office on UK. Oh, Jasper Carrot's daughter. Is it? Yeah. It's like Lindsay something. Yeah. Um... I don't fucking. But it's not Carrot. I know that it's not Carrot. When... No, it's not Carrot. Yeah. But it's just it's um, Jasper Carrot's daughter. Yeah, her. I imagine that's who it would be for Ginger because they'd probably go with someone who can be, oh, oh, I'm awkward and British, but at the same time funny. And that's kind of how she plays all her characters. She's very typecast, I feel. Um, Lucy Davis. That's it. Yeah, go. she was, she was, again, she was in the reboot of Sabrina, which wasn't yes, kind was. of a reboot, but it was. It was based on. And that, I enjoyed that. Yeah, and I enjoyed that as well. Uh, I didn't get into that. I tried. I just didn't get into it. It's good. It was good. Oh, I like that. It was great fun. It's mm. like I also tried uh, the the Archie comics, the Jughead and all that lot. Um, called Riverdale. Yeah, I didn't get into that either. I see. I enjoyed Riverdale. I did enjoy it. I must admit. Yeah, you, yeah I tried. I, it's just I don't know. It's like U.S. drama stuff. It's not. It's not NCIS. I'm not into it. <laughs> It got. It did get a bit weird, but it was. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, speaking of weird, Dolph, what is this? What is? Uh, yeah. Um, for those who follow the Fastly Furious, I am actually not one of them. No, I, I, I saw this on Twitter earlier. Um, was it the only on the other day? I can't remember. Anyway, it's apparently it was trending. Uh, Ludicrous, which is I think one of the cast from the Fast and Furious. Yep, yep. He's, hinted, he's, hunt, he's hinted that the next Fast and Furious, which I think is number nine, I think. I know that. I know that. At least six. Uh, it hints that it'll be in space. <laughs> so, we'll be fucking nicking um, fucking the Teslas going around the planet, are they? I can just imagine <laughs> you've got to go a quarter mile at a time in zero G. <laughs> That'd be funny to see. I imagine that's going to be it, though. It's going to be a Tesla just fucking just doing re-entry. 
at some point because they're going to make it crazy, aren't they? They had the fucking 90-mile-long mm. airstrip that apparently is impossible to have from one of the Furious films. They've smashed a car from one building to another building. Also, yeah. what the fuck? It's just like... I remember when it was just this weird kind of ghetto-y uh, crime drama kind of thing with that it had fast cars and girls in bikinis and Vin Diesel. And now it's like... It's like Top Gear on steroids now. I wouldn't go that far, to be fair. At least Top Gear has some integrity. Hmm. Good well. point. <laughs> yeah, except for, you know, getting rid of its entire main cast that actually gave it a following. Yeah, they they didn't really have a choice, though, because Jeremy Clarkson got accused of racism, didn't he? So. Yeah. Then he, he sucker punch on, didn't he? He punched someone, apparently. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. It was to do with, like, wasn't, food. They, wasn't they there someone in the BBC he punched? Yeah, it, basically, the catering staff promised there would be food for him at the end of the day, and they got there and there was no food, and Jeremy Clarkson was that pissed off that he just he decked this guy uh, in a blind, like, hungry rage because the guy couldn't give him a, a decent excuse of why there was no food for any of them. And that I understand. And it's like, Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say that. I get that. I mean... I couldn't understand getting pissed off at somebody. I wouldn't beat somebody up because there was no food. Yeah. But I'd be like, well, she I promised know. me food. I... Where's yeah. the food? He, he did say that he acted irrationally. And I, I agree with that, that he did act irrationally with it. But it was like, rather than say, okay, this is a warning. You're not going to be working for so long. And then come back. They're like, bye. What the fuck? And then he was just like, okay, I'm gone. And then James and... Um, Richard, well, Richard. If, if, you, if you're going, if he's going, we're going. And then they really shot themselves in the foot for that. And I, I feel like they could have handled that better. Um, but, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, so Fast and Furious 9, is it? I don't fucking care at this point. Um, yeah, space. They're going to be driving around the moon in fucking orbital landers doing drifts. And well, there's going to be inexplicably I, some fucking just... bikini-clad person in zero g because uh, I, I imagine it would just be a, they have to go to the space station for some reason i don't think a whole thing is going to be in space it would just means there'll be a scene in space it's gonna be so odd though because either way there's gonna be a car involved in it because there always is well, they might have some sort of um like lunar races i suppose on the moon possibly <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just a reboot of fucking fast and furious one but they're on the moon <laughs> Kicking up moon dust, yeah, taking getting some big air. <laughs> I've you know, done air for four miles. Yeah. You can't say you've done it until you've done air for four miles. You know, hit a fucking pothole in the moon, you, you stay airborne for like, like, a, like a lunar week or some shit. <laughs> like, one guy, he went so fast, he went into orbit. <laughs> it's just going to be ridiculous, whatever the, it happens. If it, it's, it's like, at this point, like I said, Fast and Furious films are. They're kind of like how the first Expendables film was. It had so much going on. For me, the first Expendables film, I couldn't tell you what the plot was. All I remember, there was a lot of explosions, a lot of shooting. And that went on for like two hours. But I couldn't tell you a fucking single thing about the film other than that. I, I think that was the whole film. Apparently there's a plot to it somewhere. Are you sure? I, I've been told there is. Uh, but I can never remember what the plot is because my brain shuts off, like, thinking 
because of I'm numbed to the explosions and the 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 shooting and and it, uh, Expendables Two was a lot better because they took time to evolve the characters. With the first film, it's like I'm generic shooty Jason Statham guy. I throw knives. I'm Sylvester Stallone. Are you using it? And then it was just like okay, and I, Arnold Schwarzenegger turns up briefly. Other than that, it's like I couldn't really tell you anyone else. I think uh, Dolph Lundgren was in it as well in the first one. He definitely was in the second one. I can't remember if he was in the Dolph first Lundgren one. Dolph Lundgren in it? I don't think so. I don't remember. Unless I was wasted that day. <laughs> but such a, like I said, it's like the the Fast and Furious films feel that way to me as well. Like there's just there's the the plots there. Too many. But there's too much shit going on <laughs> that you can't really see the wood for the trees with it. Mm-hmm. I watched Bad Boys for Life the other day. I enjoyed that a lot. I haven't watched it yet. Martin, is is it Martin Lawrence? He's yeah. Fat. He's fat. <laughs> he's put on so much weight. Do they make fun of the fact that he's fat? Because I think they have to. <laughs> yes, they yeah. do. Oh, yeah. good, good, good. I mean, it's that my, I was going to say, my, my favourite my favorite scene in that is towards the end on the plane ride home. Yeah. But when he when he's talking about what he did with um with that woman, I, I don't want to say what the joke is in case anyone watches it and it ruins but I, it. But I mean, I, I want to see it. That, so... that cracked me up. Yeah, it is it's good. That is good. Yeah, it's one of those things I've not, I've not found it on sale to rent, or I've not looked into a way of getting it yet. Um, to watch, but I enjoyed the first two Bad Boy films. I think the first one's hilarious. The second one is great in its own right. It was like a deserved sequel to the film. Yeah, this uh, this is definitely a good third film. What, what would you call it, third film? Is it a finale of the trilogy, or do you think it's a finisher, or do you think they've got room for one more? I think it's a finisher. Because I know, like the second one ended pretty nicely. You didn't have to carry that one on. And when they they first said, "Oh, there's a third one coming," I'm like, "Why?" Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's definitely why. It's it's definitely a finisher. Again, not wanting to ruin no, anything, but it's. I, I want I want that's the thing. I just want them to stop making unnecessary sequels. If this one wraps it all up in a bow, that's great. Especially if it ends and it ends well. It doesn't have to end happy. It could end sad as long as it ends well. Because that's the problem with some films. They don't end well. Like uh, Transformers films, for fuck's sake, they never ended well for me. They always seem to just be like, okay, I think we're done. Yeah. They right. still left it open for something else to happen. But no, yeah, this, but some, I would some, say. Something like Transformers is they're always going to leave it open for something. Because yeah. It's like a big fran- franchise that they'll want to be able to go back to it whenever they can. Hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean,. Um... Other kind of thing. Are you getting? Is the cat fucking you up today, Bob's? Yes. <laughs> Bless. It's like because um... I left him by himself too long. <laughs> oh. It's like the um, the last Star Wars film that just came out. It it ends well, but you know they're gonna make more. But I feel. Like... And that they they just need to stop. Yeah, I they need like, to stop. I feel like that sometimes when you when you milk the cow too much, all you're gonna get is just shite. And like I said, sometimes it like with um, Breaking Bad, they ended that well. It wasn't a, it wasn't like the best ending, but they ended it well. Mm. 
Um, I I still want to see El Camino. Is it the 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 Jesse spinoff? Uh, is it El Camino? The one where it's just Jesse. I don't know. I have, to be perfectly honest, I haven't watched any Breaking Bad. Oh. there's like basically there's a spinoff after the show, and it's how he's dealing with it after the the events of Breaking Bad. Um, there's Better Call Saul as well, but I never got into that. Apparently, that's good as well. But I, I I never got my teeth into that one. But it'd be interesting to see that. Because there are some things like um, Target Universe, for instance. Very good show. Fuck that ending, though. Yeah. They got cancelled on a cliffhanger. And they never picked it back up. Fucking sci-fi are the worst for cancelling shows. Uh, Defiance had a very, very shitty ending. But it was a good show. Um, I'm hoping they don't do the same to Dark Matter. I hope Dark Matter gets a good ending. Netflix are getting like that now. Um, uh, Netflix are bringing out lots of their own shows, and then they, you know, people love the first series. And they end it on a massive cliffhanger, and yeah. then they just don't do it anymore. The Santa Clarita Diet, for instance, that was a really fucking <laughs> show. Oh, that I, was amazing. I love that show. And they spent, no, we're done. It's like, yeah. No. They can't. No. It makes me sad. It had, um. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore and Nathan Fillion in it as well. It was fucking great. I loved that. It was amazing. It was fucking funny. It it didn't pull the punches. And it was only like 25 minutes long, an episode as well. They didn't really Mm -hmm. commit to a massive thing on it. They wanted to tell the story like in small bits rather than go from make you sit there for a full hour, and it worked. It really fucking worked. And then Netflix just went, "Yeah, go, we're gonna cancel it." And it ended so badly as well. I feel like that needs like a, a thing. Although it does. It, in Firefly as well needs a second series, an official second series. Josh Whedon has the power to make it. Yeah. No one's gonna stand up and say no. All the cats no. can come back at any time and do it. And I feel it'd be good. The the thing is, they'd have to ignore Serenity. I feel they'd have they, to they ignore would. it. Because... They'd have, that, yeah, that would have to be a standalone thing because of what happened in Serenity. Yeah. You can't make a second series with those events happened. That'd be like a it what would... if. Like Summer's mind. Yeah. This is her crazy mind. Like they, they touch on it that she sees this and then it's like, oh, it didn't, yeah. it's not real, it's not real. And, it's like, uh, uh, and then she's okay and then everything's back to normal. Or not normal. Mm. It'd be cool just to see that, how he could make it work. And I know that a lot of people still want that to Mm-hmm. Maybe I definitely do. I do. I mean, I, I have... Uh, Lala got me the Anniversary Collector's Edition DVDs. Uh, I've got Serenity on Blu-ray. I had Serenity on DVD. I had Firefly on, on DVD, which I gave to my dad. Uh, I got Firefly on Blu-ray as well. It's like, whenever the new version of it comes out, I'll just buy it again. I fucking love that show. It's up there. Now, the next thing I need to buy is Buffy on Blu-ray. That, again, another one they're supposed to be rebooting. If it's not Joss Whedon, what the fuck are they doing? Don't know. Because you can't. You cannot. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. is ending this season, and it's not even out in the UK yet, and it's pissing me off because I want to watch it already. <coughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is fucking good. But that might become become a Disney Plus exclusive, which I kind of hope they do. 
that they pick it up on Disney Plus and run it that way. But I don't know. Hey, uh, so Dolph, this next one, me and Bob used to get this all the time. Explain Flying Ant Day for those people who don't know what the fuck this is. Uh, basically, Flying Ant Day is a time in the UK, usually around end of June, early, well, between beginning of July, midway July, you get hundreds and hundreds of thousands of these little fuckers across the country. And they can be really fucking on. They just spontaneously just come out of the woodwork, literally out of the woodwork. Oh, it's, it's like watching dust particles, but it's not. It's flying ants. And we used to get them a you lot. Could be, you could be in your garden at like what, three in the afternoon, lovely clear stars. You're going to get a drink, come out, and there's fucking hundreds of these bastards all over the place. Yeah. We used to get them all the time. I remember I was working down uh, uh, when I worked in the supermarket, and literally I was waiting at the bus stop, and there was just like, it was, the air was full of it while I was waiting for the bus to go home. They, they were thick. Everywhere. The main reason why I brought this up is um, one of the cousins at my bar had a little pop at me saying, "It's like, oh, he's, he's like, oh, these fucking flying ants. I can't enjoy my drink outside." And I was like, "Oh, well, yeah, there's no doubt. You can do something about it." I said, "He's like, can you do something about it?" I was like, "What do you expect me to do about it?" It's quite the way kind of raid and fucking shield him. It's like you, it's like you work here. I was like, "Yeah, so do something about it." So like, I'm not doing nothing about that. It's not part of my job, and nothing I can do about it. He goes, what? He's like, why don't you go out and then just fucking burn him? It's like, what we've got a flamethrower. It's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get a, get a fucking flamethrower. Right, just go outside and tell him to fuck off. Oi, finance, fuck off. Just, just wait for them not to listen to you. And go, well, I told them to fuck off, but they didn't. Sorry. That's why. Right. You know, just get a a really makeshift really flamethrower out of with a lighter and a a butane can of deodorant and just go. To- yeah, my name's Dolph, not fucking MacGyver. But damn, why not call MacGyver? You can put MacGyver the shit out of this. Also, by the way, MacGyver reboot wasn't too bad. I can make your favourite with a Jordan can of lighter and, I don't know, some sort of hydraulic press or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you'd have this functioning fucking, like, turreted fucking flamethrower shield. Like a wall or, of fire. Out of a, um, like a block of cheese, a paperclip and, I don't know, a potato or some shit. Yeah. But, yeah, Flying Ant Day is a real fuck. We used to get it a lot up here. Not noticed it so much, though, the past couple of years. No, no me neither. Like, I feel like it's emigrated south. So, uh... <laughs> and it can stay there. Yeah, they can fucking stop down. It can stay there. I mean, the only reason why we noticed this, to put this in really, because I was on Twitter at the time, I was like... Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's trending. I was like, looked at window. I was like, holy fuck, it's actually a tree. It's a, it's a load of flying ants everywhere. I looked on the side at the time, and I was just browsing Twitter, and it was like, trending. Like, flying ants. I was like, oh, fuck, it is. I feel like that's a, a hemisphere thing, because we do have the equatorial wobble, which is a myth, but it isn't. Because it would make sense that they would be near, nearer to the warmer areas, and it has wobbled down towards the south more. It is hotter down south. Uh, yeah. And flying ants will be more common down your end. We have like a yeah. five degree temperature change between. I mean, I've not seen, I've not seen any flying ants today. So, but then again, it's been, it's been pretty uh, muggy and boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, 
like you said though, it's literally one day of the year. It used to be for us, like one day of the year, and then that was it. It, it was like people wouldn't believe you if they had been asleep that day or not gone outside. And you're like, oh yeah, I'm fucking flying ants everywhere yesterday, tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, fuck off, you fucking bollocks, mate. But no, it's, it's crazy. Fucking crazy. Um, so, next topic's a bit of a downer. Um, yeah. So, Mythbusters and White Rabbit Project uh, host Grant Imahara uh, died suddenly yesterday, uh, the 14th of July. He has uh, some aneurysm, doesn't he? Apparently, it was a brain aneurysm. Some people are saying, uh, I've not actually seen the full thing. Um, but yeah, he died at the age of 49, and it was really bad, really, because it's another great guy that does really cool things, and he was apparently a really down-to-earth person. Uh, just he's pretty, pretty good robotics as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he did all sorts. He was really good. Like, really, really fucking smart. Doing all sorts of shit. I mean, they, he was part of, like, the, the, the maker team of Mythbusters. Like, in the early days, he was more like, okay, they want this building, and let's build this, and let's show you how we build it. And then later on, of course, he got to do his own myths and he got uh, a lot more screen time because he was such a charming person on the screen. He's a nice guy. Yeah, and it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, he's gone now. Uh, another cool person just gone. Uh, it's a shame. 2020 is a really shit year, hasn't it? Yeah, 2020 is a really shit year. I said, I said this to one of the guys I work with. I said, what if we get to fucking December... And the roll of the dice is, okay, everyone who died that wasn't cremated of uh, COVID-19, zombie! <laughs> but again, us, us, being, us being gamers, we're well prepared for a zombie apocalypse, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes. I, but it's one of those things, it's like, if I've predicted that right, I'm really sorry. I can see the future! We'll feed you to them first. Fuck that, that's fine. No comment. <laughs> um, they might throw a back. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, we don't eat junk food. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah, we just go back to being dead. But the, the fucking COVID thing is just a joke. <laughs> uh, uh, more brains. Uh. Um, yeah. So it's other things that like have been going on in the COVID related sphere uh banksy famous random artist guy who you've never really know who he is he's just known as banksy uh went round underground sprayed <coughs> artwork on the tubes inside carriages of like uh mice wearing uh masks uh mice spewing all over the place all over the windows and stuff uh, I, I think uh, one of the was um using the face parachute parachute yeah Yours. And it was no, they look so cute. Yeah, and it was basically to make people aware that they should be wearing the masks in public, uh, especially in confined spaces like that, because the tube is fucking crazy. The, the time that me and Prez went on that tube uh, to go meet Lala when we went on holiday, it's it's mental down there. Fucking mental. They were red hot and all. So you imagine that you're down there and you've got people coughing and spurtling all over the place, and it's it's fucking 30 odd degrees. It's like perfect for germs and shit down there. And yeah. Like, 
that maybe not avoid the tube. Yeah, like, I mean, people can't though. For how far people have got to travel, some of them, especially in London, it's it's like you, you take the tube, but you don't go to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I was well, I was working somewhere near the museum, and the place that I was staying was in Collindale. So I had to get the tube into London and then get the tube back out again. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I only wrote it twice. I went overground because we where um Lala lives. She's down by the docks. On I can't remember what it's called now, but yeah, she's down that way anyway. And it's like we had to go underground the to Fenchurch. Is that what you're talking about? Can't remember what it's called. But like go went underground to Fenchurch, got off, went to the next station overground. And then it was like an overground train to that end of things. Um, but yeah, it, it's such a, a thing. And then the, the worst part about it is um, they've, they've then removed all these things and told him, yeah, you can't do that down there, but if you want to do it in a suitable area, uh, we'll give you a place to do it. And it's like, that's the most suitable area ever. I don't know why they removed them in the first place. Because it makes sense. It's a, a very good representation of what's going on. And it's in the most suitable place because you see it in there and go, shit, maybe I should be wearing my mask. <clears throat> but unless they're going to give him like canvases to put in the tube. That's what I was just going to say. They could like put canvases on the wall for him to do it. But I don't know. I, I feel. <coughs> I feel like. He's... But then you can. See, people keep saying him, but. Nobody knows who it, who Banksy is. Well, I mean, they showed like I mean, on camera, and it was it was definitely a dude. But is it a single person or, an, or a group of entity? That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah, but you don't know. The, what I saw was two guys. I, I think it's the same person because that, that all the artwork you see is, is the same style. I don't, I don't think you can get two people doing that. Well, I think it's, it's the same like group of maybe two or three people. Uh, but there's only like one main guy that draws. Maybe the other guys come in and fill, because mm. it comes up very quick. His artwork when he does it is very quick. Yeah, mm. very detailed. Oh yeah, there's, he probably has people helping him. But mm. but and I mean like yeah, I understand he yes keep his hand in because he is basically vandalizing things. Uh, but that's his mo, and I feel that it's a misstep for him, for them to have taken that stuff out. If anything, they should have welcomed him to do it in all of the train carriages, all of the trains, and made it a big thing. Because he's doing it for free as well. He's doing it off his own back for free to raise awareness. And that's what you need. Because there are plenty of people like, fuck it, I don't need a mask. I get it. I get it. And it's like, don't be selfish. It's not just you that you're going to get it. You get it. Every fucker around you gets it. And I think that's the problem that people don't understand. And that's like people who are doing these kind of things are trying to address and I don't know. But the thing is the, the mask thing is going to be mandatory in the UK the 26th to go into shopping centres. Yeah, I, and I hope there are people policing it. I hope there are people saying no, you can't come in. I mean, well, I've got myself a face shield because I find the mask a bit too claustrophobic on me. I found if you breathe through your nose, a lot easier. Because mm. I was getting very anxious about masks. That's like my hot tip. I've got both regardless, but yeah. I face shield a bit more, I don't know, less restrictive, if that makes sense. Well, I just feel like 
look at being a bit smothered. So, but I've got a face shield and a face mask. So, yeah. Well, we've gone for work, and it's like I, I found as long as I breathe through my nose, uh, I'm, I'm a lot calmer, and it helps me calm mm-hmm. down a lot more. Because I don't know why it's just a thing about it's it just a kind of rational thing I have, and like the whole coronavirus and isolation and that has brought some very irrational fears and anxieties to the surface that I didn't used to like really care about and it, it's just like trying to overcome them again it's weird and that's another thing as well people shouldn't be afraid to talk about shit like this because I know it's a problem that there are a lot of men that are not talking about this shit and it's good I'd say if you're having a hard time say if you're struggling with like basic things like putting a mask because it helps other people understand that they're, they're not alone um but yeah, wear, wear fucking masks. <coughs> Try breathing through your nose if you find it hot breathing through the mouth with your mouth through it. It's helping other people by you having this discomfort, but eventually you will get used to it, and then you'll, you'll be fine. It's just that yes. initial, it's that just initial, just that initial feeling breathing through your nose because your nose is never truly fully covered by the mask. You have the air vents down. That's where you're not wearing it properly. Then. Well, no, I mean, it goes over the top of my nose, but because it's like a material one, I still have vents for the air to come down the top, and it crosses my mouth fully and over my chin. So it's like it's covering all the orifices properly. <laughs> but um, I find that I've got more room for the air to circulate and br- if I breathe through my nose. So I get a better um, breath of air than if I tried breathing through the mask through my mouth. Are they the ones that? Go around your ears, or have they got the elastic that goes around the back of your head? They go around my ears. See, I think the ones that go around the back of your head with the elastic are a lot easier. Hmm. I know that. I know that sounds ridiculous, but obviously, I used to wear masks every day for work. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I kind of know how you feel because I felt exactly the same when I first started wearing a mask for work. But you do like you you do get used to it. And you do find your own way of getting through everything. Yeah. And after a while, you actually forget that you're wearing it. Hmm. If you have to wear it seven hours a day, you forget that you've got it on. I, I know the reason some people are saying is like, oh, it, it restricts your airflow. And like, it's like, well, it doesn't really. It's, it's just the uncomfortable feeling. You, yeah. People are uncomfortable feeling the, yeah. the fact that... And like you say... Things. Once you've been wearing it for a few weeks or, you know, a few days or however long, you will get used to it and you won't feel like it's restricting your airflow any fit anymore because you'll just not even realise that you're wearing it. Yeah. It's like facial as well. You will not believe how many times I've tried to drink a cup of tea with <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I've been to, I mean, today I asked the chef for a sausage sandwich. I went to bite and I went straight to the facial. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, I think it's the same as anything. If it's something that you're not used to wearing, it's going to take a while to get used to that and get into that comfort zone with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I had but clean after the- a while, mm. you will be fine. So I had to clean the. My I had to clean the ketchup stain off the shield as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, Just wait till you sneeze in the shield. Did you try licking it as well, Dolph? Did you try? Uh, can't get the sauce. <laughs> From the inside, I was like, I just took off. I just, I just, I just I took the shield off, got some blue, I wiped it clean, 
and just lifted up a little bit and just took a bite. Just took a bite. Like, oh. But yeah. So, so what, what we're saying is, and work work around your problems. If like like Dolph says, if you really, 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 really don't want to wear a mask, invest in a face shield. It's it more expensive though, so you you're paying that extra for this extra comfort. But... I, don't, I just I just find it a, bit, a little bit smarter now. I am a little bit claustrophobic, so it's a bit hard. Mm-hmm. But I, I, could, I could probably get used to it if I. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, not, I'm we're not. We're not like shaming you here or anything. We're just saying that like there are people out there that are like I refuse to wear them because they do this, and it's like they don't give it a chance. And you've been given it a chance. You've also found other ways to keep your face covered. So yes, well, it, there are people that are like just refusing to wear them and then not wearing mm. anything else. You mean uh, like the Brazilian president? Like the Brazilian president. That's a fucking great segue. Uh, yep. So, <laughs> Segway. Segue. Segway. 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 You know, them fucking things that... Uh, those, those, I really uh, want a Segway. Yeah, but have you seen how fucking Trump fell off one of those? It's fucking funny. I don't care. I still want that one. <laughs> so, yeah, the, speaking of Segways and Segues and uh, face masks and shit... The Brazilian president, who has always claimed that COVID-19 was not a big thing, didn't give a shit about um, social distancing and enforcing all this shit, even though the rest of the world and indeed the rest of his country were all trying to do this properly. Um, He tested positive for COVID-19, didn't he? The fucking twat. And the US health administer, who was there around the time that he's been tested positive, uh, we'll probably also have it, because he were less than two metres apart, not wearing face masks, just walking around at his house. So, this is the thing. People don't think it's real until it gets them. And, I mean, there are all sorts of stupid things. Like, let's roll into the next one. Students in Alabama, they're hosting COVID parties where they're trying to see who can catch it first. And there's money involved. Yeah. yeah, they'll have people who actually have been put, tested positive for the virus host the parties and get people who have not shown any symptoms and see who catches it first. It's just fucking moronic. It is a huge, what the actual fuck are you doing with your lives? Those are the people that should be expelled from that school and then fucking mandatory quarantined for the next three months for being just the fucking stupidest. Put my little bastard cell and have them psych value because they they don't need to be out in this fucking like just anything to do with civilization if they're that fucking dense. They show that thing that goes on Facebook now and then you're like fucking pet shaming. No, put a sign around the pet's neck saying, "Oh yeah, oh, like I ate I, my I, I ate from the I ate from the dustbin and got my head yeah. stuck." Yeah, yeah. Just like, put one of those signs. Well, Most like a nineteen party and I'm a dick. I, I, I ate crayons and now I poop rainbows. That's yeah. my best one. I love that one. Oh, I want to try that. Yeah, see, exactly. I don't know. But, do you know, I don't know. The thing as well with this, like, whole, find out. this is an American <laughs> thing as well. Like, did you hear the one about about Trump and what he said about <laughs> testing for coronavirus? He he literally Mm-mm. said, if we test less for it, there'll be less cases of it. Well, yeah, kind of. You're not going to test as many cases. I can see he's loaded there. There is logic, just not 
doesn't logic. Not, not, logic. Really not, it's not running a country, it's, it's not Earth logic. It's, it's not logic <laughs> you want running a country. No. He's no, also no. pretty much claimed that he's after China as well. That he's coming for China. <coughs> it's, it's this guy, I don't know. Well, let him go. If he wants to go and get China, let him go get China. But we're going to get caught in the middle of it. We're going to get caught in the middle of this shit. We're already in No, because we're just... Shit. We're just sending by himself. It's fine. <laughs> Send Cheeto <laughs> Man into China. It'll be fine. But that's the thing. He'd scare the Chinese. They've never seen a man that orange before. <laughs> yeah, but then they'll, then they'll form lynch mobs and they'll get him. Because they'll be like, oh my God, it's an alien. <laughs> Burn it with fire. Are you sure it works? His skin's pretty red exactly. already. <laughs> but yeah, he, he looks his, his like, ideas... I just I don't I don't understand it because it's like it doesn't make <laughs> one of the best replies to that about him saying that they should test less because they'll get less positive results is like saying hey don't worry as long as Trump doesn't ever get himself tested for coronavirus he'll never get it <clears throat> and it's just like I just the mind of that man but I I know as well he's recently apparently been told he's got to give his tax. Uh, and all like show all his earnings and that and his monies, he's got to make them available. Um, so he's kind of fucked, especially if there was Russian involvement paying him out, because all the money that he's earned and all the things he's done while he's been in office will show. And if he gets the second term, holy shit, America's gonna be just a hot fucking dumpster fire. And if uh, fucking Kanye West gets it. Then you're all fucking stupid. I don't think he, I don't think he can though. I think he's missed the, missed the presidency um initiative candidate um cutoff thing. Oh, but it, I, don't, I don't. That's a shame. I mean, I was planning on voting for Kanye. I saw one of the po as a photo. He said he's um he's anti-vax but pro-life. That's such a fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I'm against vaccinations. We save life, but I'm all for life. You fucking donkey. What is wrong? Um, how long have you got? <laughs> Not enough time. I think, by the way, the Iron Man VR uh, topic was also Larlet, by the way. Yeah, well, I'll move that over. Yeah. We can do the um, Fallout series, though. I can chip in on that. Yeah, go on. Um, so, yeah, the, the next thing that's coming... Uh, Amazon have got the teeth into. I know how Netflix got The Witcher. Um, Amazon have got Fallout coming as a TV series. I'm actually interested in Fallout as a concept, not as a game. I can't stand mm. the gameplay of Fallout. The VAT I mean, system fucks me off to no end. I mean, if, this, if the Fallout series on Amazon is, is going to be any true to the games, they need, they need to have people clipping through the floor and all. <laughs> They're not looking at you when you're fucking talking, or there's people attacking you in the background while you're talking to someone. Mm. Or the person you're or talking to dies in the middle of the talking. Or if you've got a if you if you've got a follower, you just, just see a random piece of pottery just like flinging across the set. Oh, yeah. I, the pro the problem I have with the game series is that VAT system, because for a first person shooter. Headshots without using vats are pretty much useless. Headshots with vats, critical hits. It's like, you can go fuck yourself. If I'm taking the time to aim, they should be more 
damaging than the VAT system. Yeah, that should be more critical. Yeah, but the, no, they completely fuck it over. Even Fallout 4, which actually wasn't a bad game, they do the same thing. You you don't get crits for for a normal headshot. You have to use VATs to get the crit headshots. And I'm like, no, fuck this. One thing that threw me up a little bit with the Fallout series before is the Fallout 3 VAT system would um, uh, freeze your character and, yeah. the, and everything else. And the Fallout 4 just like actually no, they can move just really, really slowly. And yeah, it's like a time dilation slows it right down. It's kind of like the um, time dilation thing from the world, which they did a lot more better. To be fair, but the, the, like I said, the, the problem I have with that is like they also totally decide. Oh, you can play like a first-person shooter if you want to, and it's like yeah, but all my critical hits mean fuck all. Pretty much, unless I'm using the VAT system. It's like. Or- or if we do a sneak attack. Yeah, and it's just... And it, just it, it blows my fucking mind that the, that the game's trying to tell me on one hand that it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can do that, but not do that. So, well, all right. I didn't know I had Boris Johnson in the fucking game telling me I can do this but not do this. It's like, oh, you can hit crits, but you can't hit crits if you don't have that. But you, but you can you can play like first person shooter, but you can't play properly. You can get all the same benefits if you don't do this. It's like, it's like what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, well, just well, just doing a little bit of googling on it, and obviously, <clears throat> it doesn't look too bad because they've got Bethesda actually working on it, and <laughs> the people oh, who did Westworld. Uh, yeah, but still, I mean. Unless they've got the law down and the law's good, because I mean, like Fallout as a whole is this, like a series. The story behind yeah. it is really good, but I can't stomach the the gameplay. No, and that's that's where, like, I think that's going to be a problem. But if they can do, if they can translate it from game to screen, then they've got a good chance to do it right. One thing I did is that have Preston Garvey. How's he going to mark a new settlement? I've got a new episode for you back at the settlement. <laughs> yeah, we've got your map. <laughs> uh, should we move on? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. About five seconds of silence. <laughs> so, uh, Dr. Disrespect. Okay, so, Bob's, if you don't know this, he's. Oh, do you know of him? I've heard the name. He's he's basically uh, like a big energy, bit of a dick, but also garners a lot of like attention to him, both positive and negative. Uh, kind of Twitch streamer. Uh, a couple of weeks back, like three or four weeks now, nearly, uh, he got banned permanently, uh, permanently from Twitch. Uh, he got banned <clears throat> a while back for filming in toilets. At a event which was against California law, uh, he didn't get permanently banned there, and he only got banned for like a month or so. Uh, he's also took time off before because he cheated on his wife, um, and he went from I can't remember what it was called. It was like uh, the Big Daddy Club, I think it was called, or the Daddy Club, I think his club was called before, and then he rebranded it as the Champions Club, and. After that, um, he's been like going on normal for a while, and 
everyone watches him because he's he's like oh how the fuck and he kind of dresses up and he's got like he's got this big mustache he wears these like uh like body armor and stuff and he it kind of reminds me of like a high energy tom cruise but like a dickhead tom cruise with a mustache um so yeah he got banned like three weeks ago nearly four weeks ago now we talked about it on the last thing that there was all these big conspiracy theories on that and the last thing we heard from dr disrespect was him saying hey twitch hasn't told us why it's banned banders they just have uh i'm just checking his tweets now the last tweet he made was on the 28th of june he has not said a single thing and this guy considers himself as his Twitch title, as Twitter title says, the most ruthless competitor in video game history. So for him to be this silent and not have things to say is very damning about what the fuck actually happened to him and why he's banned. Because it's obviously <laughs> something that's legal that he's not allowed to talk about, and um, it's 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 going to cost him a lot and maybe even jail time. For that he's been silent, he might even be in jail already. We just speculate well, yeah. here. Maybe. But, but that's the thing, no one's no one's able to get anything out of it. There are speculations that uh he may have had an affair with uh a Twitch streamer called Alinity. Uh there's all these other things that it could have been like he was poaching people for a new streaming platform. Um because like mix are going down and all that there was another stream platform ready to go come up and go in and they offered him money and he had to poach other people to get a bigger cut and stuff and he got greedy uh and they got onto him about that there's like all these weird weird and wonderful different um like things that are going on with it but um yeah it it's like weird that we we're like nearly a month in and this guy who's very used to being vocal and shit-talking and leaving his mark on things, silent. Completely fucking silent. And, like I said, this is going to probably take another month or so now, maybe, until we actually get the 100% truth. Whether it's a statement from him, from his missus, um, from Twitch. But I think it's going to be, there's some kind of legal proceeding probably going on right now. Everyone's hands and mouths are tied until this is done, and then we'll find out what's going on. But it's an interesting time to figure out what the fuck. And, yeah. all, and all it's doing is, is just throwing more and more theories and more and more shit into the... Um. So, moving on as well. Um, the Half-Life Alex documentary called The Final Hours um confirmed that um half-life 3 left for dead 3 and a few other games were cancelled during the development of half-life alex and on the way apparently there were seven different half-life um ideas and builds knocking about to make the next half-life game and they scrapped a lot of them and Half-Life Alex apparently is the nearest to the sequel that we'll get because the end of Half-Life Alex does continue the Half-Life story from where it was left off. 
Um, but they said there was going to be Half-Life 3 was going to be in VR. There was um, more episodic stuff which never came out. Apparently they still wanted to do like a sequel to Half-Life uh, 2 um, and move the story along. But it'd be like a proper proper first-person shooter again, not VR. And that Half-Life Alex was more like a, a build. Uh, Left 4 Dead 3 apparently was going to be open world. Uh, but it couldn't handle Source 2 at the time, and they scrapped it. Oof. Um, and it's just annoying, because there, there was all these really cool things that Valve could have done, and rather than tell us it wasn't doing, they just kept their gob shut until this. So now there's lots of Valve fans, Steam fans who love Half-Life. The fuck? Because it was 2015, by the way, they cancelled the Half-Life 3. Production. 2015. They they stopped working on it. Um, started working on Half Life Alex when they gave up on um trying to get Gordon Freeman's next adventure. Because that's the problem. I just want. I, I don't really care if it particularly follows the events of Half Life Two Episode Two. I just want more Gordon Freeman <laughs> and that world. It doesn't necessarily have to pick up there. They could skip. What happens in Halo in Half Life Three and make it like a okay? This is what happens afterwards. This is like mopping up combine after we we, we broke the backs and sent them running. Um, could be globe trotting in the world trying to stop them from making another resonance cascade, which brings more of them back. There's there's like all these different things they could do, but they just didn't seem to do it, and it's annoying. And that seems to be the thing, them shutting things down before it starts. Uh, like our next thing. Rolf, do you want to take away this one? Yeah, that's the... Konami thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Konami shut down a new Castlevania game before it could launch properly. It's kind of a mobile gacha thing, I think, that's doing. So basically, it's got like, um... You know, purchases kind of thing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think it still holds true to the original um castlevania fairly was but i only found this recently that i had a lot of chance to dig into this sorry i just looked in the fucking podcast topics that first one about asthma <laughs> <laughs> breathing speaking <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry it doesn't just call me well i've got <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Sorry. Anyway, so it was a Castlevania game. Um, I'm assuming it's kind of like the, oh, you, you do this and unlock this character and you get bits of this character for the new character and upload this character. And... Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of a mobile gacha kind of thing. Yeah. I, I can see why it was cancelled because uh, in this modern we're against loot boxes uh, kind of feeling, that's just stupid. Yeah, more loot boxes later, though. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, silly, 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 silly. Can it else is silly? Oh. Um, designer of the Atari VCS console that they're charging four hundred dollars though, what is a pretty beastly scam? I've seen people actually happy that this is coming out, and, and it's like there are people who backed it on YouTube that I watch. They're like it's any day now, it's coming. Is it? Right. Uh, do they know that you can buy the Atari Vault on Steam for about 20 quid? And it's the exact same fucking games. 
But I think with that, though, it's not about the games. It's about the fact that it has this very classic look and it has meant to be like there's more to come to it. It's meant to be like upgradable. It's not just like a uh, a PlayStation Mini or uh, a SNES Classic or whatever. From what I read, this was basically like a Kickstarter thing. I said, oh, this is what they, they, they're praising to do. And from what I remember is basically they got about $3 million towards this. And all they had at the time of the picture on the Kickstarter was just the just the shell of it. So just the, the casing. So they spent the last two years, I think, or so, just trying to get this to work with tech. And even with all the tech they've put into it, with the emulator and shit, it's still only 0.4 of a teraflop. And basically, it's a very poorly um, kitted out emulator. Yeah. Like uh... I said, they're charging $400 for it. I know you saw that nostalgia for it and all that, but you can buy the whole entire Atari Vault on Steam, emulator so... included, and it's like 100 plus games for about 20 quid. I'm on their website right now. So, Atari's new PC console hybrid. Some special pre-order now for free shipping, guaranteed delivery before Christmas Eve. Um, last chance to pre-order the Atari VCS all-in bundle for three hundred eighty-nine dollars. Um, the retail respected price is three hundred ninety-nine dollars, so you're saving ten dollars if you order it early. Um, so it, you, apparently you can get new and old classic games on Atari's uh, open platform. Uh, you can watch videos and stuff up to four K and sixty FPS. Uh, so you can do like Netflix and stuff on it as well. You can create new TV-based games and, and apps um, for it. And it can also, like, I think, connect to the internet as well. Um, if you were to buy the complete package, you'd get the VCS 800 system, a Atari Classic joystick, and an Atari Modern controller. Um, and then it's got 100... Atari Vault games as well. Um, it's got Atari PC mode where you can put like any uh, operating system on it as well. So you can put like Windows 10 on it and stuff. So what I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to get you to buy this. And I mean, yeah, all right, all the games are now for like 10 quid. But this is like, oh, but we want to do so much more in the future. Um... But I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a massive flop or not. It, it seems very ooya in. Well, if you can, if you consider the price it's selling that, and you can, if you think about the Xbox One X and well, the, Xbox Series, sorry, yeah. and the oh, literally around the corner for about fifty quid more, they're figuring, and it's got a lot more processing power, uh, a lot. More I think that's the reason why people are thinking it's a scam is because it's coming out at the very wrong time. It's like. These new consoles are coming. These new powerful consoles. Even the Series S, if it comes out uh, on launch, it's going to be less powerful than the Xbox One X. That's a 4K machine. This isn't a 4K machine. This is just an next-gen machine. They're really, no. good, like, really cool stuff and all that. And It's just so weird. It's like they're trying to throw things into the, the pot. And I feel like it's, it's the wrong time, so it's probably probably not wanting to make it look like a scam, and it probably isn't a scam. It's just it's just how it's looking, uh, like how yeah. how it's coming out. Yeah, it, it's just 
at the very wrong time. Um, but there are going to be people who are very excited, who want this open platform. They want all the old classic Atari things because it's nostalgia boner worthy. Um, the fact that they can do things like that, that was something that the SNES and the NES and the PlayStation classics and the Mega Drive classics all kind of failed to do, and that was have modern uh, features to it. It's like, okay, but can you use Netflix on it? Can Because that was the thing. It was like a very closed-in, one-off system sort of thing. It's like, oh, it does this, but nothing else. Whereas, at least with the Atari VCS, it's it looks like it's aiming to be a bit of a multimedia center as well. Yeah. As do the old school shit but uh, we'll see how it goes it might be it might be good it might be just okay um do you know what's not okay you can't use the okay symbol in call of duty modern warfare anymore because it's seen as a racist symbol for white supremacy <coughs> white supremacy fuck words white white supremacy there we go got it eventually so they've removed it. And this is all because 4chan, about four or five years ago, memed the fuck out of white supremacy and uh, how they have like these hate symbols and stuff. And they made it like this thing saying, oh yeah, it okay is a hate symbol because of this and this, this and this. And then the white supremacists, twats, fucking words, um, decided they were just going to use it anyway and that was going to be their symbol and now they've removed it from call of duty and it's like why i don't understand why it was taken out of call of duty it seems like a very odd thing to remove and it's very like my comment on the youtube video for it was like i can't wait for them to remove all the guns because it perpetrates violence in the real world because that's exactly what they've done. They've just removed something that's linked to something that may or may not be a thing. Poor old divers, they can't even say they're okay anymore underwater. I mean, I can understand if it was you know, like a per-country basis. I mean, I think... I mean, yeah, in, in some countries... I think in, in, in Brazil, I think that the okay symbol is basically giving them the middle finger. I could be wrong on that, Brad. I know in some countries uh, that means you're worth zero. Hmm. I think that's like Japan, like Japan or China. Uh, I think it's Japan, that is. Yeah. I think the OK symbol in Latin America is basically calling someone an arsehole. Yeah, I mean, I understand that sort of thing and why they could remove it on those reasons. But the whole white supremacy angle, it's like fucking gross. Yeah, you still see swastikas in um, games as well, so double standards, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but. That's another co-opted symbol, because that was apparently a Chinese symbol for happiness or something. Was? It, it was an ancient Egyptian symbol first. Stolen from the ancient Egyptians. But yeah, like the first it's swastikas, and now it's like, okay symbols. It's like, fuck me. And that thing is, well, a diver can't give you a thumbs up to say he's okay underwater, because that means he's going back up to the surface. Yep. So it's like, in the, the video games, Especially, I think in Modern Warfare 2, they give you the okay to say that they're, they're ready to go in the, the oil rig infiltration. It's like, are you going to go back and remove that from the game now as well? They, they've got like opened a can of worms. It's like, well, if you've done that, why don't you take it out of every other fucking Call of Duty? 
So cadavers basically just use like um finger guns and say. <laughs> oh, that's, that's that'd, that'd be fun. Oh no, that's, that's um that's, that's violent centers, isn't it? Gonna shoot you. <clears throat> got a harpoon gun here, bang 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 bang. Yeah, but now you, then, then that's the problem. It's like your finger guns are perpetrating violence. Yeah. They're a symbol of violence. Oops. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. They might as well just cancel Call of Duty right now because that's it. They they can't. Everything they're gonna do is gonna be some kind of hate crime or violent act, and you you can't do it unless you know. Hey, how about suspend disbelief or you know, don't be butthurt over something that's fucking stupid? Isn't this the? This isn't the first time they've taken something out, is it? Though was yeah, it back it, in? It may have been Ghost, where. On the multiplayer, you were able to play as the terrorist players, but they took that out before launch. Yeah. Oh, because we don't want to do we don't want you playing as terrorists because you know, mm. it might make you terrorists. Yeah. Even though if you play the cam the campaign, the whole thing is against terrorists. <laughs> and then but, let's not even mention the airport scene. That made it in the remake. That yeah. made it in the remake, and like. That is just straight up murdering innocent civilians. And you right yes, you don't have to play that thing. You can skip that scene. You can play the game and play that level and not shoot anyone. Until can, you get to the cops. But I can guarantee you though, don't know if percent of people who actually got to that point is like, why don't I just skip this? Oh that's why. Hmm. But like I said, is is political correctness gone fucking stupid? <laughs> And it, it's just so dumb. So fucking dumb. I I don't know. I just I just don't know. But it's the same as like cancelling freaking faulty towers and removing that from stuff. Yeah, but that Why would you... <laughs> well that this is with like me and I've said this before about the statues, it's an unpopular thing, I'm not gonna to talk too much about it. But you can't judge history with today's standards. You can no. look at it and say, okay, that was objectively bad back then. It shouldn't be... It, we don't do this today. It shouldn't be a thing today, and it isn't a thing today for most people. But you can look at back at it and say, well, this was a time where the comedy was good. Yes, okay, it was very uh, anti-German, anti-Nazi in places. There was some quite risque, uh, racially um, inappropriate jokes in there. But that was at a time where it wasn't such a massive problem where people were like, hey, in this current climate, this is wrong. We shouldn't do it. We've evolved in those 30 odd years since then to appreciate that we're people not that bad. People weren't pansies back then. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Shit. That's, that's the problem, though, is people are getting too hurt about it. It's like, all right. It's okay pushing down a, a symbol of racism statue, but then you, are you, how do you teach the people who were 30 years down the line who don't know that racism was a big thing? Because exactly. you don't have that history there to show you that it was wrong in the first place. It could just happen again. History is, yep. is there for a reason. It's to inform us of the stupid shit we've done and how far we've evolved as a species. And how our rules and values have changed throughout time. But that even being said, history does have a nice habit of repeating itself. Exactly. As time and 
the past has shown before and again and again. But the more, the more like sources of history, because that's the thing as well. People have teared down stuff in the in the past for history, and then people have forgotten about history, and then we've had to be reminded of that history with some stupid reflare of something that shouldn't have happened. And I feel like, okay, Black Lives Matter thing is extremely important, and it is a way to move forward. But removing history is not the way to do it, because you and are then... it's not going to change what happened. No, it still um, happened. Do you know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for the day where you can't say history. <laughs> Things <coughs> what happened in past, mate. That's what lesson I'm going to next. Things what happened in past, mate. <laughs> Uh, uh, move on moving on so uh amazon crucible what the fuck is it Uh, um it's a hybrid of a hero shooter battle royale and a moba so overwatch battle royale uh to an extent yes and a bit of um kind of um i'd like to say fuck what's it called um, God, that's good. Oh, was this the, was this the one that was supposed to be the next big League of Legends thing? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think it's 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 kind of a Battle Legends cross with Smite kind of thing. Uh, basically, um, it's an Amazon-owned game company called Relentless, as a, a free-to-play shooter. Uh, they admitted that the launch, well, they launched the game before it was ready, so they've brought it back into <coughs> And they do plan to make it sure it's, um, well, more uh, a better game than what it was on launch. And they've got a roadmap as well. The, the problem with this thing is, it's that unknown that none of us knew about it. And, because uh, the thing you put here was Amazon Crucible died so quick it was unreleased and put back into beta. Bob, Animal Crossing. I have yeah. no idea what you mean. <laughs> I heard you load up. I heard the pink. I, uh, the game's in, I did uh, nothing. The game's been developed less, less than a year, I think it was. Let's put it back into closed beta. I feel like they really didn't market it, because I've not seen anything for it. And I've got well, Amazon it Prime. Wasn't, it wasn't marketed very well, because I had no <laughs> idea what the thing. That's why I asked you what the fuck is it, because I don't, I have no, yeah. I have genuinely no fucking idea what but it I, is. I had to do some no, I... to find out what this was, because I had, the information is very, very bleak, to be fair. Just, I just know it's a hero shooter, battle around MOBA. It's got three game modes, all tied around, um, I think one, oh god, I can't remember. Um, basically, there's one where you go against a team of four, and you go kill as many monsters as you can and get the and there's another 8v8 Battle Royale kind of thing. Which I think is the most popular mode they actually had, so I think they were excellent on that one. But it was, um, it launched on Steam, I believe. It wasn't a console-specific game. No, I don't think I've seen it on consoles. The, the description for it on Amazon's games website for this is, Crucible is a free-to-play, team-based action shooter driven by the choices you make. Choose from a diverse roster of aliens and humans, then work with teammates to hunt opponents, take down hostile creatures, and harvest essence. It's just like, oh god! It, yeah, it... I've, I've seen this. I, I was, I saw, saw something about this. I was reading it a, a while ago. This was supposed to be the next big League of Legends thing. Hmm. 
But the game's lack of originality and its lackluster characters, it just kind of fell to the wayside. It's just trying to be too much at once about originality. It's trying to be a bit of everything, but end up being a bit um, subpar, as it were. Well, um, the, the, some of the taglines here, adapt and win. Like, each match in Crucible is a fight for survival and control. Like, no so, shit. Hill kind Egg, of like any other game. Not only will you be going toe-to-toe -to -toe with your <laughs> fellow competitors, but you have to adapt and overcome all the challenges that the planet itself throws your way. So, it's kind of like Battlefield in that respect then, because Battlefield had, like, destructible environments and the, the weather and shit changes you were playing. Uh, you and teammates will need to work together to take down alien creatures, capture objectives, pursue your opponents in search of victory. It, it's very generic. I can see why people are like, yeah. yeah, it's very generic. It dropped its um, Battle Royale mode and Team Deathmatch mode to focus solely on a the mode they call Heart of the Hives. Which Heart, I think is... Ah, yeah. here we are. Heart of the yeah. Hives is a lethal drone-spitting terrors uh, that spawn across the battlefield, capturing the hearts they leave behind as you as you as uh, as they die fucking hell is your key to victory each match is a four-on-four -four fight the first team to capture three hearts so it's capture the flag it's capture the flag but you have to kill the flag yeah capture the hearts yeah yeah it's, it's very basic in it's a, it's a bit of a twist on say capture the flag but, but this it's, it's, it's like like call of duty bomb not yeah. call of duty bomb or um the demolition or uh, Halo assault. It's a very generic like, first to three doing this. The first mm, yeah. three doing this is. But you have, you have the huge roster of heroes, all with different skills and abilities and things like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I think see... the roster's only 10 players, I think. It's not... uh, fuck, I actually came oh. off the website. I could have looked that up. <laughs> it's, yeah. not, um, it's not a large roster, but it's not a small. It's got, um, how many, um... I'm looking now, I'm looking now. Okay, I think Smite's, what, 20, 30? I think, um, Paladins is... Overwatch is, like, closer to 20-odd at this point. I think Paladins is pushing 18. 1, 2, 3, 4... There are 10, yeah, there are 10 characters. Uh, 1, 2... So there's two human males, three human females, uh, a cat-looking creature, a weird dinosaur-looking thing, a squiddy thing, a robot kind of thing, and what looks like a street shark that's been cyberized. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's like I said, the character creators are very thrown together. It feel like. I don't know. It could work. It could not work. It didn't seem like it did work. They're having to go back to the drawing board. Um, hmm. I mean, yeah. Lisa gone and gone. Yeah, our game wasn't. We work on it. Unlike some publishers. Yeah. Name it. Hmm. Uh, this next one as well. I don't have any fucking. Yeah, there's very little information on this one at the moment, but all I know is there's going to be a Harry Potter open world game is planned for the next gen consoles. <laughs> what that entails, I don't know, because it's very limited information currently. But I'm guessing you'd have, um, well, I don't think you'll be going around like London or anything like that, like you do in the Harry, like in the Harry Potter films. You may be going around Hogwarts, maybe go into, you know, the 
tear outside Hogwarts. I fucking forget what it is. Don't hate me for that. I've never watched them. I couldn't tell you what they are. I've never read the books. I don't know. I I, zero, I have zero information on Harry Potter because I never got into it. All right, we'll stop talking then. It's uh, set in Hogwarts, apparently. Yeah, so it'd be part of the external town as well. I would have thought. I feel like I said I forget the name. But I don't know how I don't know how it would work. Would you just like go in the the, the forest and kill the spider? Mm. Play Quidditch or some shit. I don't know. I, I think for Harry Potter fans, it's gonna be Hogsmeade. Uh, thank you very kindly. I wonder if I have anything yeah. like um, is it uh, not the Old Republic kind of thing where you? Is it not so Republic? Oh, no, turn-based. Not so much turn-based. Um, I'm probably getting the wrong Star Wars here, but it's like halfway, halfway through the game, you get the choice to you get like a little thing where you get to choose whether you're going to go to the dark side or the light side. I think which Star Wars it was now. No, it is nice. Yeah. Oh, well, become like a, a Death Eater. Um... Not so much a Death Eater, but more like a minion for Voldemort, you know, casting the Avogadavra spells and shit. You know, what I think would suit a Harry Potter game better would be MMO is a sense of say um, defiance or uh, no more like World of Warcraft style I'd say because you've you've got like the spells you've got the fact that you can have classes and also in like the fact that you don't it's like oh I, I'm gone I'm one of the new students let's see what we can do like you take your classes for basic training you do adventures on the side um that kind of thing yeah like you don't all we really know about it is uh players will be able to explore a vast open world recreation of hogwarts and its surrounding areas whilst role playing as a witch or wizard that's that's basically all we have at the moment does it say who's working on it um, 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 I can't think actually. Um, Avalanche. Uh, who are they owned by? Um, <laughs> uh, with this scale, I would have thought it might be one of the the big four. Didn't Avalanche work? Warner on Brothers fights? Games and Avalanche Software. That's who it is. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Like I said, it's not me, but I'm kind of intrigued. But again, that I'm not. It's... I've I've never played a Harry Potter game, so I'm not that bothered. I have, but I, have I, I, I am a Harry Potter fan. I played Harry Potter Lego. Does that count? <laughs> that was quite fun. I, I like the Lego games. I don't think there's fun. a there's a Minecraft Harry Potter RPG map. Yeah, hmm. they they do they like the mashup packs and stuff. So they they'll have done that. Cause they've done Halo, they've done Mass Effect, they've done Skyrim, Mario, um, quite a few actually. Still wouldn't get me playing it. Um, you know, speaking of like the the Halo related stuff, um, Halo Three Master Chief Collection on PC. Um, the Halo 3 element of that game comes out on July the 17th. I think I've downloaded it already, though. Uh, 
but it also came with a big hefty patch for the console version and finally finally i was able to customize my character to my halo 3 xbox 360 character so i've not had i've not been able to do that because it was like pick a character based on like this set of armor and i was very mix and match i was very like kit bash the shit out of it I had the Mark V helmet, I had the Hayabusa left shoulder, I had the recon right shoulder, the recon chest plate. And it's like, I couldn't have that. I couldn't have my recon chest plate that I fucking earned through the Road to Recon challenge. I know Kev did it as well. We fucking earned right. that shit. Did you? Did you earn it? Of course I bloody did. Yeah, I'm going to say, I fucking <laughs> thought we did. I, it's just, I didn't hear what you said, and you were like, hmm. Oh, I said I. Alright. And... Yeah, it was like the fact that I could choose not to wear the recon helmet but have the recon armor still was cool. Did, and did then... you you didn't post the patch notes, did you? No, I didn't post the patch notes, but um they've done like a lot of okay, uh... I, I never saw I never saw an update for mine, but one thing I'm really I, I really want is fucking uh, a patch to the achievements that are bugged and won't pop for you. I think they're working on them still. I've I've done the hundred win a hundred max break uh, games on multiplayer, but it still hasn't popped for me yet. That's that's fucked for me. Um, but yeah, I, I'm so happy that the like they finally let me customize my character how I wanted it and how it used to be, because that was the problem that I had when the first came out. The only the only thing that's pissing me off now, and I'm gonna wait till Halo Four comes out and they change the the customization on that as well is they need to put the DLC pack in that gave me Mark V for Halo 4. And then I can have my Halo 4 Mark V helmet and my Halo 3 Mark V helmet. They, could, they didn't have it in Halo 2, so I can't have that. And Halo 1, it was Mark V anyway. Because I like that helmet. If I could own that helmet in real life, I would. But I don't have the money for it. I was just about to say, in case anyone hadn't guessed, those really like some Mark V. Yeah. And... It's like the fact that I did they give you, wonder. The fact that they give you back the customization of it all is brilliant. And I'm, I'm, that's what I missed. And they're even doing like the latest patch for the season as well. Um, you can now get in-game um, like skins, kind of like how Halo Five Guardians did, where you do it through earning points through doing things in games. You don't pay for them, so you can have a hot rod warthog. Uh, you can have different visor skins for multiplayer as well, and like different color armor that isn't just a generic color armor and uh, matching side piece color armor. You can have like I think you can have maybe a hot rod master chief armor as well. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but they are doing like this expansive customization to the, some of the older games as well now, and that's pretty cool. Fact that you don't actually have to have the warthog skin or the, <coughs> the tank with the flames down the side or like crazy colored vehicles but you can if you want to if you want the extra um like branding of your own thing you can do it that way you don't have to now, as as a massive halo fan how do you feel about all that customization I, I don't mind it. I, I think it's reviving the old game, giving it a bit more replayability and adding some new life to it for people who haven't enjoyed 
um, it as much as we have. And the fact that I can go back and go, you know what? We're going to go around in the fucking hot rod fucking warthog this campaign. Fuck it. And you can have it. And just and just have a good laugh in it. And it doesn't impact on the game. Because it's not going to make the warthog faster. It's not going <coughs> to make it take more damage. It's not going to do anything. See, I'm, I'm kind of undecided. Because it just, for me, it kind of changes Halo a lot. It now becomes one of those games where it's all about how you look and everything. Where it never was before. You know, I'm so used to Halo being, you know, like multiplayer is red versus blue, and yeah. then it's, it's it's got freaking history behind that with the red versus blue thingy. Mm. Um, and, and now it, it won't be red versus blue. I don't I think since Halo Four, though, it's not been red versus blue for a while, really. In fact, Halo Reach was probably where the biggest divergence on how your player looked because you could still be blue team but not really look blue well yeah we know that because that's where aqua cave came from yeah so um but, yeah i don't know i mean from from reaching onwards it felt felt right it came with the game but going back to halo one two three and being able to be multicolored and i, I just feel it just adds I, that I, i'm unsure about it because the game's old and some people are not going to touch it because of it's old and if it gives them a chance to enjoy it even if it does mean the older fans like fuck i don't want to touch that with a 10 foot barge pole but it also gives you that chance to not touch okay, it with a 10 foot as, as soon as it pole. drops we are going and unlocking everything those <laughs> i can already do that by the way what do you mean you can how because i downloaded the patch it's the season's already there for me on console yeah oh man i need to check this out I'll I'll be to... yeah i went to the season thing and it's like oh it's already there so Fucking boom. See, I haven't seen an update. I have my thing set as automatically update, but it hasn't shown in... It's not in your recent queue. The recently queued. Have you tried just down, like, starting the game, see if it just forces no, you to do it? No, I'm about to do that now. Probably why, then. Um, so, yeah. Halo, exciting times. Fun times. Yay. Um, not so fun times. Um, the Last of Us 2. Is getting uh, review bombed, but positive review bombed, and the majority of them are fake. Yeah, so um, it's kind of it's kind of hard to tell because there was a there's a lot of it's more of a controversy thing really because a lot of the reviews start off very similar, say roughly the same, like for example. The best game of our generation, the best game of its time, the best game of this century. That's like, say very little things and basically praise the game that's saying, you know, it's the best game of the time, best game of the decade, best game of the year. The the problem with that, I feel, is especially the fact that loyal fans have dropped some real negativity on it based on how the story is dark. And it's not where they wanted their idea of the the game to go. Um, I feel like this is very, very out of the blue for it to be now suddenly. Oh, look at all this positivity! It's like, well, where was that two weeks ago when the first lot of people, the diehard people who liked the game, played it through and then shit canned it? If it was the same people going, oh yeah, I've changed my mind, I've, I've shit canned it, but now I want to retract that and say how good it is 
but it's not it's just like like you said very generic generation uh game of our generation game of our time it's like no it's just another game it might be a very good game and the story might be very good but a lot of people have harped on about how this isn't how they wanted their last of us 2 to carry on they oh. didn't want it to continue like this sorry did you get the update? I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, you started the game with size time to update. No, no, it was already done. I don't oh. know why it was already done. <laughs> but yeah, so um, it's interesting that, the, that it seems like maybe Sony and Naughty Dog are trying to damage them, is it? By giving out these fake reviews to try to boost its numbers back up. Yeah. Because for every 10 people are saying how bad and how they hate it, it's like one person that enjoyed it. But, um... Yeah. Odd that this is happening. Unless there was some kind of, like, uh... score bonus involved. <clears throat> because it's happened in the past where games have had um... Metacritic scores, if they got a high Metacritic score, they got paid like an extra 10 grand each. Something daft like that. And... Yeah. Odd. Very odd. Yep. So it's quite a lot of controversy. It's pretty hard to fake what isn't. It is. But um, another thing is... Like, the review scores from like publishers and like journalists and all that their scores were like definitely different to how it was with the fans and mm. I feel like that's the thing with games these days if the fans don't have the same vision as the people who are making the game uh, it's okay to not like it but they've been like they were sending death threats to one of the characters like That's the actual nice. Yeah, they were saying to her like, "Oh, you, you did this in the game." I was nearly spoiled it there. You did this to a game, uh, in the in the game. Or we're gonna come to your house and fucking kill you. But and it's, it's like, the, well, it's not the actor that actually chose the fucking story. It's the developer. Well, that's the thing. I want to congratulate that the the person for exciting them <coughs> to that kind of point where. She was that good at her job that people hate that character because of how well she portrayed it and how well she did it. Because it wasn't like a, a hate because it was badly written or anything like that. It was hate because of what that character was and how they really just dug the knife in in the game and how they did it. And that was like, okay, so that means they did a good job at her acting. It was a bit overboard to fucking death threat her. You could just say, look, your character was really awful. Uh, I congratulate you for making this character such a bastard. And I hate them. Um, you've done it really well. Because the person who, who plays the character they're all hating on, she's like a really nice person. She's been in other games. and she's like the, uh, She plays the main character in Gears 4 and 5. Um, I forgot her name now. Character in it. Um, but it, it's uh, Laura Bailey is the actor. She's also been Halo Five Guardians. She was uh, Vale, I think it was. 
in uh, in in team not blue team um in halo 5 as you can tell uh, so, I'm, I'm so not... team not blue team would be team red yeah no it's team osiris otherwise known as not blue team <laughs> because you spend most of the game playing as not blue team <laughs> not getting... blue team. yeah well like the whole game is is like master chief and all that and you play like three or four missions as master chief the rest of the game you're playing as not blue team team osiris <laughs> yes okay it's got nathan fillion as edward book in there he's fucking great uh, but Spartan Locks kind of just like a walking, just boring. And Bale's okay. And then you've got I can't remember the character. And I actually can't remember the third character's name. That's how bad it is for Team Osiris. They were meant to be like the we could do spinoffs of these, and no one cared. No one cared about this extra team. But Fred, Linda, um. Red, Linda, Kelly, and then the Chief. Blue team, the OG Spartans. Everyone wanted in on them. And they get like three or four missions, and that's it. Uh, Jameson Locke, Olympia Vale, Holly Tanaka, and Edward Buck. Tanaka, that was the one I couldn't remember. But Buck, ODST, being a Spartan, that the, the canon outside of the Halo games, he's got like a really big fucking story arc. And it's like he deserves to be a Spartan. And I don't mind him being around. Um, Jameson Locke is a, is an Oni agent and Bond still Oni though. Uh, I I didn't like him that much. Um, Olympia Vale is a a Xeno linguist, so she knows like a lot of Xenoanthropologist. Yeah, her uh, basically did a lot of like re research into Sangeli and all that, so she has that kind of edge to her. She's good with her mouth. Yes, and then Holly Tanaka, I have no fucking idea what she does. She was an engineer. Oh, there we go. That's, this is like how much of like Osiris I don't care about. Because they don't have that kind of story behind them. It's like Fred, Linder, and Kelly. Fred was really good with knives. He's uh, Blue Team's second in command. Linda is a crack shot sniper. Um, she also had her face melted off and then not melted off uh, due to Ka Catherine Halsey. Pretty much saved her from being clinically dead. Um, and then Kelly is the fastest spawn ever alive. She can run faster than every fucker else. And um, she's just really like athletic and agile. And they all have like this really good camaraderie on Blue Team. Even though they don't really have personalities because of the conditioning they do. Or the spawn training. But yet they still have more personality than Team Osiris. Except for Book. Because Buck is actually fucking funny. And he actually has the best lines in the game. But Halo 5, what? why did you put that? That's, that's the thing. It's like, I can hate on Team Osiris, but I'm not going to go, hey, hey, you, you who played uh, Jameson Locke, I'm going to kill you. Because that's not how it works. That's not how you do it. You're going to say, look, I didn't like your character. I'm kind of glad that you might have been killed off according to toys that are getting released for Halo Infinite. But I'm not going to fucking go and threaten the actor who played him. Not how you do shit. No, no. No, no but you do get people like that with TV shows and films. Like, they hate the character that much that they start fixating on the actor that plays that person and actually start thinking that that is them. Yeah. That they are that person. And they're the people that need to go and get psychologically evaluated. Yes, they are. Problems. And you need to get sorted. 
so that you can live your life fresh, wholesome, and great, and not a psychopathic murderer trying to fuck with everyone. Even Dexter tried have... to get help. Yeah. Well, on on a similar, well, I say similar though. I've ordered a new T-shirt off of Wish. Yeah. I know it's Wish. It's not amazing, <laughs> but it's got like um a picture. You know, like the the skeleton picture of somebody meditating. It's it's doing that, but then it's got little knives in his hands, and then underneath it says, "You inspire my inner serial killer." <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm just excited to work to work. <laughs> <laughs> Just occasionally point at it when someone walks by. Well, that's that's my plan. I'll be like, you, they, they read this. this. This is you. You do this to me. Bring me coffee and everything will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a lovely lady that comes around with a coffee van. That's great. But you can hear her coming round and she beeps her horn. You're like, yes, it's coffee time. I bet you literally shove people out of the way to get to that coffee van. Pretty much. <laughs> I had, I had a, a large hazelnut latte today with an extra shot of coffee in it. That was great. Ooh. That's the thing about Bob. Good times. Good times. And you get a little loyalty card as well, so once you've had like 10, you get a free one, so it's fine. So you get a free <laughs> one every day? Yeah, she pretty much does. <laughs> well, if, I, if I'm not on a call and I hear a comment, I'm like, yeah, come for break, I'm getting a coffee. Yeah, but by the way, Bob, right? You know how I used to be like really on energy drinks when I used to work back in the club. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've had an month. I just don't drink them anymore. I, I have one right now. <laughs> but I, I, I haven't. To... I haven't had one this year, and I used to have at least two a day. I I used to have one and fall asleep straight after. Like the, that's how little they affected me. Same. drinks, and it's Same. just like I have no need for them anymore. It's like if I'm no, well, it, see, they they don't have that effect on me where they keep me awake. I have insomnia anyway, so whatever. I like the flavor, and it lasts me longer than a can of Coke will do. Like, yep. Sitting at my desk, people are like, "Oh, have you got another energy drink?" I'm like, well, yeah, but you've had two cans of Coke. I've still got half a can of this left. <laughs> Which is worse, really? Uh, what is worse? Well, uh, loot boxes. Well, <laughs> I, just, I just forced a sagu. A sagu. A sagu. So, Sidestep. Uh, so for a while, the definition of loot boxes and gambling have been very, very uh, in the air. It's been very cloudy. Yes. And now um, the UK are going to now call for immediate regulation on this. Good. It needs to be done. It does. That's ridiculous. Because otherwise you get the little kids pinching their mum and dad's bank cards and credit cards and buying a shit ton of loot boxes and getting nothing for it. Well, they've done yep. that in the past, though. It's like... Exactly. Farmville on Facebook and stuff. And it's like, oh, I bought fucking... Hundred pounds worth of credit to make my farm build quicker. It's mm -hmm. like that kind of predatory action. Like, oh, yeah. you can't do that yet, but if you buy this loot box, you might get a thing that makes you be able to do it. Yeah, and it's just like you, 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 you create in games that your 
advertising children. I mean, what was it? The NBA game last year had a literal fucking roulette machine in it. And they were like, Ow. oh, it does, and it had nowhere on it that it had gambling mechanics or anything on it. It had a literal fucking roulette machine and slot machine, fruit machine kind of mechanic going on that you could pay for with real money credits. Get credits for. What got me, though, if you think about it, if you remember the original Pokemon, it says it was for team because it had simulated gambling inside it. Yeah, they took that out in the remakes. Yeah, because it was related, I wanted to make it sure it was um, super for children, so I took out the um, the casino area. Thank you, Nintendo. This Pokemon was originally a teen game, not a E for <clears> everyone. <throat> yeah, FIFA, E for everyone, we have slot machines. They have slot Get machines. They have less than 1% chance on legendaries in their loot boxes you have to pay for. To be fair, though, 0.0001% is still less than 1%. It's such a shitty practice, though, isn't it? They should just yeah. tell you exactly what the percentage is. And I bet you that percentage is, like, several zeros, then a one. Like one, one, one millionth of a percent, yeah. Yeah, it's like one in every 55 million might get you one. Yeah, keyword being might. Yeah, fucking EA. Yeah. But it, I'm glad that they're doing it, because it, it means that we've got to change the goalposts. Apparently, the next-gen console games are going to be 70 quid a game instead of 60, because uh, next-gen operating costs. I hope that's also because they're going to ditch the loot boxes, because they're going to have to. They can't realistically expect to get across. No, they'll just start marketing um, FIFA as um, um, R18 or some shit, won't they? Mm. Mm. But, I mean, then at least it's on its <laughs> shyster, isn't it? Yeah, but then they'd be down to the parents thinking, oh, it's just a football game. What can they do? Just still buying for their kid. How's an 18? game 18? Well, they look on the back and like, oh, it's gambling in it. Huh. But let's face it, if gambling was a problem with parents now, they should have been a problem with parents earlier. Yeah. But then they probably didn't know about it. That's the thing as well. They probably don't know that the gambling mechanics in the game. Because they never actually have to show that it's there on on the things. Whereas if it says like under the thing contains gambling mechanics not suitable for children, um, and paid in-game gambling, because that's what it is, paid in-game gambling. Um, they might take more note of it. The, the fact that no, still like at the moment, no game has to say that it has loot boxes or predatory gambling or microtransactions in it. Um like they do say that has paid uh yeah. in game purchases. May contain in game purchases. Yeah. But it's not like a full on hey, this has got it in there. But then it does have it in there anyway, but they they have to put oh it may contain it. Well it fucking does. It's just you're not yeah. willing to put that out there because you want people to buy the game hoping it doesn't. Because what was it? Crash 4 apparently is going to eventually have uh, loot boxes even though they said it isn't. But they said that with Crash Team Racing and then they patched it in like a month later. So, well, so Bob have, have stated that Crash 4 won't have any loot trans loot boxes inside it. But again, like you said, they said the exact same thing with um, CTR and Nitro. Hmm. Well, they said that at launch it won't have these. And I think that's how it was as well. The way they worded it was like 
Oh, what? On launch, you won't have, you won't see any microtransactions in our game. But then, like a month later, it's like, oh look, microtransactions in our game. It's like, <sighs> it's, I feel like loot boxes could have been fine. Didn't take the piss with them, and they took yeah. the piss with them. DLCs are fine because you pay X amount and you know what you know you're going to get. A yeah, DLC. you know what you're getting. Yeah. yeah. Well, to an extent, you kind of don't know what you're getting in a sense, but well, you know you're going to get at least two to three hours worth of content added on to the game you've got now. Yeah, it's not going to be like yeah. okay, if you buy this DLC, it's going to be different to everyone else's. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like with with a loot box, they're all different. So you've got this little kid who wants a specific thing because his mate's got it. He'll buy 20 loot boxes and still not get it. Yeah. But he'll have all this shit that he doesn't need or doesn't want, and then he'll go crying to his mum and dad like, oh, I wanted this one. And they'll give him more money. To keep trying and still not get it. For it once. Mm. That's that income. But with the loot boxes, it's a constant source of income because you've got X amount of players all buying these things at different times for different amounts of money because yeah. you'll have like bronze silver and gold packages yeah that'll be guaranteed with this amount of items in it as much as i i hate um i mean i, I play fortnite I, I mean i don't like playing it how they like to play it but like their skin thing it's like hey here's the skin here's the axe you get with it here's the dance you might get with it as well it's all there up front. There's not like a, hey, here's a chance to win this. And even like the the pass as well. It's like, if you do these challenges, you get them. It's like, I got Deadpool last season for, for my uh, Fortnite characters. Uh, and I got the Weapon X one where he, where you can take his mask off and he's, he's got the cancer face and the white, uh, the white Deadpool version as well. Uh, I got all those things. And that was because the game was like, hey, do these challenges, get this skin. And then you go like Apex Legends. It's like I mean, you could try and do these challenges, but really, just buy this. Like, what was it? Fifty quid's worth of fucking loot boxes. Yeah, just to get the. Uh, no, it's more than fifty quid, I think. It's pushing two hundred quid, I think. Get a fucking axe that you axe could have get... given away in a skill-based challenge. I mean, they they allowed you to get. I think you could earn two boxes for free by completing challenges across the period. Oh, one no. a week. The axe was 50 quid if you bought it after you did all the shit before it. If you managed to grind all the shit before it and you didn't earn the axe through the thing, it was like a 50 quid axe. And it's cosmetic, it doesn't do anything. And it's like. No, but you think to a little kid or a a teenager, paying 50 quid is going to cost, is going to be less time for them to get it and show it off to their friends than. Going through all the challenges to get it. But this for me circles back to Road to Recon from Halo Three and the Halo Three ODST. We need to redo that, by the way, Kev. That's happening. We are doing Road to Recon. No, uh, I keep telling you I'm doing Halo achievements, and you're. Well, no, but I mean, they, they're not—they're not actually in the game. The Road to Recon challenges, not all of them are in the game. Uh, I don't think we can do like Light Switch and a couple of others, which are multiplayer-based ones, but. Um... We can do all the rest, and I don't think they've actually got achievements tied to them anymore. But uh, Road to Recon was uh, you do six challenges based over, like, Halo 3 was you do certain things in Halo 3. ODST was, like, Firefight and two or three um, achievements based 
in Halo uh, ODST campaign and you earned the recon armor which was only ever given away by Bungie employees to people they thought was worthy of it. They made you earn it by doing these ridiculous challenges. The firefight one takes three hours. Takes three hours of a attempt and you can fuck it up at two hours and fifty minutes. Just because you didn't manage to survive long enough. Um the whole thing was so cool because we did it. Me, PK, Charles, Tazzy, Kev, uh, and a few others. We all clubbed together as a team and we went at it until we all got it. I think I did um the, the what you call it, the firefight one two or three times with everyone else just to make sure they got it. Yeah, I think I did that one a couple of times. And I remember. It it was just that sort of thing. It was that, that teamwork and camaraderie. And now it's like, hey, you want recon? 15 quid. Or something like that. And it, that's the kind of shit they're, they're throwing at you now. It's like, oh, you want this really cool skin? Oh, it's in a box maybe for 15 quid if, you, if you're lucky. And I don't know. I, I miss those days where you earn your shit by doing it. Yeah, I miss those days. I really do. But it's EA. Because EA were the first ones who were like, oh, buy a recon kit for Battlefield 3 and upgrade your character straight away and unlock everything. It's like, why? Why? Why do that? Did some people say it was Bethesda that started it off? With no. the horse off or Oblivion? That was a joke. That was just a... That wasn't, that wasn't loot box or anything like that. that no. was... Loot box the cosmetic thing that didn't actually had to do anything. Well, yeah, that, that, but I'm like shortcutting for getting things. That was definitely Battlefield. Because there was the, like, stat act upgrade kit, I think it was something like that. And and it would literally just unlock all the guns and attachments and the, the bonuses for that Battlefield, like, recon, like, sniper. So you get all the sniper rifles unlocked, all the gadgets all of the, the shit that goes with it. And that was like, they're saying, oh yeah, but maybe people don't have time to unlock game mechanics and stuff like that. And I was like, fair. But it's more rewarding if they do do it a long way. Because we have our sense of pride and accomplishment by earning mm -hmm. ourselves. Yeah, and that, that was the problem. And then bought into that sort of thing, and then they're like, how can we expand on this? Oh, we can skins and boxes made them random and give them arbitrary value because that's the thing they can't tell us there wasn't a value ever in boxes there always is and it'll never they can never get away with that that's why the gambling thing is going to be like well we signed values skins and these players this player is more valuable because he has better stats this uh weapon skin is a legendary skin, which means it's rarer and is more appealing. The, 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 the problem I have is that they're saying, oh, but it's not gambling because you don't get anything real out of it. And it's like, but you're assigning real-world value to these things. If anything looks like gambling and feels like gambling, it's it gambling. gambling. Yeah. The, the first known instance of a loot box system was a Japanese game called Maple Story. Back in 2004, 
uh, and then I think the next one after that was a Chinese free-to-play game called ZT Online. Well, with free-to-play stuff, okay. Kind of give, give them that way. Mm. It's kind of a given with free-to-play games. You know, you've got to have some sort of, as you said, monetary income to keep the game going. But when it's in a fully... I use the term fully polished game, AAA game these days, very loosely. You expect, you know, to not have certain cosmetics or gear pay fucking board. Yeah. That's the, that's the problem. Uh, come on then, let's, uh, let's the... wrap this thing up, shall we? Sorry. No, that's fine, go on. Go on. I was going to say, let's wrap this up, but if you've got a bit more to add... Like, add it no, no, I was just going to include some more games. But no, it do, it, do it. Come on, I'm interested to hear what other things we've got oh. before we do. Just closed it now. <laughs> I'm just looking up loot box on the Wikipedia. So um, uh, the first sort of multiplayer online games that introduced loot box systems was Star Trek Online and Lord of the Rings. Hmm? Star uh, Trek Online is a free to play, though I believe. It wasn't yes, originally, it though. Not originally, no. Well, it is. It currently is now. Mm-hmm. Um. Do, 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 do. I think FIFA was one of the first. To bring it into a paid game. There you go. Yeah, uh, and that was with the ultimate mode. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you had Mass Effect Three. Oh yeah. Mass Effect Two had it as well, vocal. Uh no, they had. You had a pass to buy <laughs> to let you play. Uh, no, that was that was three. It was oh the pass let you do the optional extra freebie mission. Where you had the uh, pre-order stuff. No, I'm pretty sure um, Mass Effect 2 had a multiplayer online game. You could either spend real money to get like... Nope, 3 was the first yeah, one great. to do it. Two, yeah, 2 had uh, like a skimmer kind of thing. Uh, hovercraft skimmer thing. But you couldn't access that if you didn't have the pass. And the pass was £15. If you uh, didn't have it included in the game, it was to stop people buying pre-order games and getting the full bundle. Because uh, I remember that, because I, I had it. Because it was like, if if you don't have that key, you you like lose three missions of the game. But the, there are side missions, not actually um, integral to the game's storyline. They're just like freebie um, pre-order DLC stuff. Um, no, Mass Effect 3 was the first one online, but then that had a pass as well. You didn't have that online pass uh, mechanic. You had yeah, to once again pay 15... Yeah, it's like, oh, you need this pass key to uh, play online. Please enter this pass key. If you don't have this pass key, it's fifteen pounds to buy off of the um, off the Xbox Store. And it was to once again, it was to stop people buying pre-order game playing online with other people. It was their EA's way of still uh, nickel and diming people out, out of money. Fuckers. Um, right, fuck it. Just enough with the loot boxing and, and shit like that. Let's let's wrap this shit up. Yeah. So we can get out of here. Uh, so, uh, Dolph, Xbox Summerfest, what is it? What is it doing? And why are we talking about it? Uh, well, there's a lot of upcoming games coming soon. Xbox Summerfest, which starts on the 21st of July this month and this year, is allowing you to play demos of upcoming games. I'm not entirely sure if that's free. I think it's free. I'm playing demos of a game for free. I think like it's like a um, 
taken a couple of hours to play it, kind of, kind of like, um, you know, you just quickly brush up on it. Summer game first, I guess. I could look. Surprised I'm killing my bandwidth for this before. But yes, um. There's a lot of games you can play. I'm just trying to find this that's going on. What's that? Yeah, this is all. I didn't say that. I didn't book it. I just went Uh, yes, they will all be free. Well, the demos of the games. Yep, we'll have more than sixty brand new game demos for upcoming unreleased Xbox games available to check out for free. Uh, these are not normal game demos. I'm uh, guessing the typical the demos you see in the demo channel. Oh, are they kind of like you can take the progress or certain unlocks from the demo into the main game? Uh, kind of like how Final Fantasy Fifteen did with um. No, I think I think it's what they mean is is they're not demos of games that are sort of done and coming out, shop floor demos as such. They are some of them are going to be like really early demos of games that aren't coming out for maybe a year or two. So like like, kind of like, a, like a like a like an alpha build kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, these demos will be up on the Xbox dashboard for a week. Some might be republished to the demo channel later, but many won't. Mm. Is there any way you can let the developers know, kind of thing? Yes, uh, developers would love to hear what you think. Hit them up on <coughs> social media or through their websites. Uh, yeah. This sounds really cool as well, especially <coughs> if... Um... I know the 23rd of July is the Xbox Live game event, which mm -hmm. I think, if I remember rightly, is before the next podcast. Yeah, because the 23rd is next week. So we yeah, will have... Be me and Kev will be able to talk about Halo Infinite on length when it comes out for that demo of it, because it's there. It'll be there. They've confirmed it's there. Gameplay's going to be there. Mm, we're so going to talk about Halo Infinite. There's going to be a lot of us talking about Halo. We're going to, we're, Kev, we're going to talk about Halo Infinite. Lots of Halo Infinite. I'm so fucking well, we, there. We, well, you say that, but if it turns out to be shit, then we ain't saying shit about it. We're going to talk a lot about it, but we're going to be talking a lot of negative about it. We're going to, <laughs> but I'm no, I'm excited because the way they're going with Halo and Halo Infinite, it seems like they're going back and they're, they're looking at what made the games great what they did in the original games they said it's kind of um they, i think they've mentioned like soft reboot of halo one but not because it's also continuing the storyline but it's more like that kind of feel you're gonna get uh, a small team of uh you and marines against shit um the banished are confirmed in the game from halo wars yeah. 2 that's a big fanatic covenant faction that are wanting fucking everyone dead. Um, I feel like the created have to be in the game, uh, but I feel like also their role is going to be as massive. So we might not see that many Prometheans. We might not see 
that much going on. It might just be Cortana giving a shit like Handsome Jack does. Borderlands. I hope that is actually. I hope that'd be that'd be really fucking funny. Just her just be like giving you shit, and then you've got Cortana 2.0 that was made from another clone of Halsey's brain, uh, saying, "Oh wow, am I really like that? What a bitch!" And you know, just having that OG style Cortana giving you a a nice bit of morale boost and shit while the original rampant fucked Cortana that's been reconstituted and obviously fucked up somewhere along the line is just giving you shit and then like Chief there in the middle like I'm so conflicted I imagine that they've got to resolve Cortana's storyline at some point and they'll do it sooner rather than later in the game mm-hmm. whether that be they integrate the two and she becomes good again or they just hard fucking kill OG Cortana and they have a newer version. But um, there's a book coming out soon, if it's not already, where Blue Team go back to Reach to go and get something from Halsey's lab. And it is confirmed that she had several Flash clones of her brain in storage in case she needs to make more Cortana models. So it's not against the realms of possibility will be another version of Cortana. And even in Halo 4, she says that they were going to replace that they'd replace her with another. So even she knew that there were going to be other Cortana models. Uh, but yeah. Okay, I'm going to shut up now. Um, so we're, we've hit in two hours and 40 minutes, so I think that's a, a respectable fucking time for a podcast. Um, yeah. So. That's it for this this one. Next one will be a lot to do with the Xbox conference um, video thing because E3 should have been last weekend, so we should have had a lot to talk about then, but we've not really had uh, that because, obviously, Corona. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the damned coof. Uh, spreading its mastery of disaster around. Um, so yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about with the Xbox stuff and all that. Um, hopefully, me and Kev will be very fucking excited about things. If not, we'll be very fucking angry about things. Instead, um, well, yeah. So, um, <coughs> Dolph, how do people get hold of us? Talk about things. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Dolph Rapture. Leave me a message with the message podcast give it non-political non-religious and non-racist because i will probably not answer them uh kev if people want to ask you questions on podcast do uh twitter or instagram it's k underscore dog underscore 22 ask anything you like bobs do you want people to <laughs> ask you questions and if you do how would they come if people have questions for me, then I'm more than happy to answer. Um, I am on Twitter. Let me just remember what my name is. It's Rachie underscore Coop on Twitter if you have any questions. Um, I'm not. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, Done. As always, I am at LosG985 on most platforms. If you find at LosG985, it's going to be me. Um... So, that's like Twitch, YouTube, Pornhub, uh, Xbox, Amazon, fucking 
Tinder. I don't know. Every social platform everything, ever. Everything. Loz's name is the same. Yes. I try and keep it uniform because if I ever become super mega star famous, which is never going to happen. Oh, uh, shit. I, I, have, I have the brand. <laughs> also, uh, the Anchor app. If you are listening and you want to send us voice messages, you can do it through the Anchor app. That's also where we distribute things. The Anchor app, you can do it through your phone and do all that. I've used to give us a nice big shilling at the beginning of the podcast. Now I'm just going to say that. The Anchor app is where we make podcasts. Uh, it's where you can make podcasts. And it's not costing me anything to make this show. It's just time. Just time grabbing people together, making a list, and sitting down every other Wednesday and talking about the stuff on the list. That's all we do. And the quality of the show is then up to you guys. So if our quality of our show is shit, that's because that's how we decided to make it. If people are going out there and doing it better, and they're doing it better, well, good on them. Good on them. They're doing it, and it's awesome not if you have a voice do the same yourself if you want to get it out there but you don't know how to do it throw it out on anchor it it does over itunes uh and it doesn't cost you anything um so yeah i i think that'll be it then so yeah two weeks time uh we will be talking heavily about the xbox uh summer event and the uh live stream that they'll have done in now stuff and the halo infinite gameplay and the mobs we found and stuff and we'll probably talk more about how donald trump is a complete nightmare president uh because of some stupid thing he did or we'll talk about how someone's been daft again um but yeah i'd like to thank you all for listening to episode 59 of the sponsor podcast bob's getting clawed by her cat again and we'll see you in a couple of weeks Thank you very much. Bye. 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 Goodbye.